Hello all guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome to the newest episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast brought to you on YouTube, on Spotify, on Google, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Austin. I'm a knockout. Watch a lot of wrestling. I'm David. I'm a noob. Haven't watched nearly as much wrestling. And, and now the trifecta is complete, Austin. We had the Goldilocks, too much wrestling. We had the or the Papa Bear, too much wrestling. We had the baby bear, uh, not enough wrestling. And now we are here, back here in 2014. And truly the Goldilocks ratio, mama bear, has been found of just right. Yeah, we are, you know, if it wasn't three hours, 2014 if, Raw would be sh perfect. Sh the rate, look, it's all about the ratio, okay? Fuck the three-hour Raw thing. But uh, get, in terms of the ratio. Get ratioed. Get tru truly, I, L I look at the ratio. amount of wrestling on Raw, and I say to it, mm, get ratioed. True, yeah. this is true, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so we're back in 2014. Uh, as fucking stupid. As we continue our journey through kind of the road to WrestleMania 30, the Yes oh. Movement. I'm very excited. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, finally, for the first time in this arc, I'm not having to describe months of TV at a time as we are we are done with the time skips. The Daniel Bryan is a consistent player in the storyline now. What? Yeah, that's it's, heresy. No, I we're can't, here. I can't, I can't accept it. Yeah, fucking. I appreciate. I appreciated not having to watch two months of Raw in a week. Yeah, to prepare for the next get, time we do this to, episode. To, to, like going up, going up with your little bowl and Oliver twist eyes of like looking for the little crumbs of of Daniel Bryan's story. Please, sir, may I have some more? Yeah, now we're just following the next week. Last time we were here, he watched the March 3rd episode of Raw. Tonight, we're doing March 10th. What? Impossible. Nope, this is, I can't accept it. Yeah, it's, it's great for me. So, last time we were here, uh, we talked about it. It's basically Daniel Bryan is finally back to being the main protagonist of the wwe title story i mean yes. he hasn't officially been brought back to that yet but this but is where it starts the, the the fed has stopped pretending as though daniel bryan does not exist most weeks yeah so basically after being screwed out of the elimination chamber True. he was like i've i've had enough of this as i've had said. enough mm. is i'm is i'm I challenge you, Triple H, to a match at WrestleMania because that's the only way that I'm going to be able to get you to stop because people like you, oh, this is the only way people like you actually listen to people like me. Fucking. It's with violence. Oh, my God. Daniel Bryan never stops spitting bars, okay? Fuck. My man, my man out here speaking the truthiest of truths. Oh, I love you, Daniel Bryan. Yep. Now Triple H is convinced that I'm not gonna fall for this. I am. <laughs> I'm not gonna fall for this. I. I. I'm not getting back in the ring for a B plus player. No way. Which you you would think. See, like you, you would think within like his own logic, he'd be fine like stepping in with DB and like 
in his mind, like squashing him to prove a point. So the fact that he doesn't, my man is scared. Little, mm-hmm. little, ba- little baby man, Triple H, doesn't think he can go up against the goat man. On some, on some part, he knows yes. that Daniel Bryan he has can to. beat him. That's kind of like a brilliant little subtlety of the story, and it's all mwah. But so he has to just be like, nope, you're not on my level, kid, and, and be that, and that's that. And Daniel Bryan says bet. But for a guy who seems determined to not fight Daniel Bryan, he sure does keep finding situations where he might, that seems to be leading to him having to fight Daniel Bryan as yeah. in the main event of last week, he uh, Daniel Bryan fought Batista in a match that sucked ass because it's Batista Oof. in it 2014. So, it, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't ideal. But it ended with Triple H attacking Daniel Bryan saying that I'm tired of your little fantasy crap beats the shit out of him. And the raw ends with him, with the authority standing over Daniel Bryan and Stephanie. Yes. Chanting at him. Oh my God. I forgot. Stephanie went for the yes. Chant for the disrespect. What a mm-hmm. bitch. And I think is a good way to transition to the other bit. The next big thing from raw last time is while all that's happening, the crowd is of course chanting CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. Yeah, yeah. Stephanie's doing one chant for the disrespect, and a crowd. The crowd is doing another chant for the disrespect. We're all, we're all the same, truly. As the return of CM Punk, the returning, it <laughs> is upon us. <laughs> that feels pertinent. In, in 2023, <laughs> last God, time we God were fucking here. Damn it! Why? Last what time we were happening? here, Raw was. It was the first episode in Chicago without CM Punk. Yes. Post CM Punk, rumors had gotten around by this point. I don't – actually, I never looked this up last time, but I want to know when the Art of Wrestling podcast was that blew the whole thing up. The Art of Wrestling uh, being Colt Cabana's podcast where CM Punk came on and was – and. Gave, gave all the dirty details was that the fateful episode it was the one oh, that got him no. sued by wwe for defamation and where it all went downhill from there yeah we're fucking cm punk voice of the voiceless champion of the people refused to pay his friend's fucking defamation lawsuit bill despite the fact that it was his fucking fault his friend got the defamation lawsuit in the first place fuck you phil yeah but as but you know that all that like have you considered that colt cabana shares a bank account with his mother have you considered what that what that how that says everything we need to know about him what is that was that really was that really punk's line Yes. What a fucking dweeb. Now, dude. I, it, it's, I, I'm going to give context to that for people who don't know. Obviously, this is thing, this is when Punk was griping after All Out 2021, just ranting and raving at the post show press conference. I still haven't and, watched that and I refuse to for my own, like, yeah, personal happiness. But he did say when ranting about Colt Cabana, was like that guy's the guy who shares a bank account with his mother. That says all. I think that says all any you need to know about him. And he's, he's maybe well off and supporting his maybe I less do, well off mother. I do know what he was talking about, but that required me to do more research. AKA, it was not all that I needed to say about him. 
Yes. Is so basically part of them fighting because eventually the CM Punk and Colt Cabana versus WWE court case managed to devolve into CM Punk versus Colt Cabana in court over the legal fees thing. And part, and it was, and it was, it it was invest as part of investigation during court, the court case, it came out to see that Colt Cabana had a bank account with his mother. And it was alleged that Cabana was understating his financial assets because Kapunk's argument was basically shut the fuck up. You can afford the legal fees. Shut up. And, and well, it was more, it was more like, it was, uh, you know, I guess it was more like the, what I, uh, what I remember was like punk agreed to pay the fees because he thought Cabana couldn't handle it. And Cabana was like, dude, this will fuck me over and ruin my podcast. I'm just going to take the fucking episode down. And and punk's like, nah, man, I got it. Keep it up. Keep that shit up. And so, and then, so like, the, it was alleged that basically that Cabana was underrepresenting his ability, his financial liquidity and ability to pay any sort of legal fight that WWE yeah. would put up, and so that was tied. And it was tied to the idea that he was, you know, he wasn't counting the the bank account he had with his mother in in how much money do you oh have? God. To pay oh my god, fees. CM Punk really is one of those fucking petty assholes that'll just like. Um, actually his way into convincing himself that he's right because he feels like some yeah. level of like personal scorn done to him on very sh- bullshit like reasoning. God damn it, Phil. And the fact that I had to give all that explanation for even to even remotely understand what Punk was in getting at, yeah. again, suggests that no, saying that he shares a bank account with his mother does not in fact say everything I need to know. Oh my god, it CM Punk touch grass challenge. Yeah, base honestly, very much the kind of like internet internet Yeah, right? That, shit where like, that reads that reads that, like a fucking QAnoner, right? That's that reads like some shit that gets passed around on Tumblr or Twitter or yeah, Reddit. Yeah, like and, and like eventually are... and eventually it circulates so much that you just if you're terminally online enough, you just kind of think that everyone knows about this. Yeah, that knows about this very niche shit that you have invested your entire fucking fucking personality in. Oh yeah, yes. dude. I'm sure everybody gets does that. read like that, actually. Oh my god. Oh my God, Phil. Anyway, Phil has left the day. And actually, upon looking up the Art of Wrestling podcast episode in question, did not come out until November 2014. Oh shit! Shit. So I, you know, I wasn't deep enough in the dirt sheets in 2014 to have a good estimated timeline on like what did people know in March of 2014. Damn, I uh that's that that's a Google the Meltzer notes for later activity. Yeah, maybe maybe in the back half we we can come back and and talk and bring that up. God, uh, I man, we already spent so much of the last episode talking about how the crowd fixed on needlessly fixated on CM Punk during Daniel Bryan's story. I feel like it'd be disrespectful for us to then do that too. That's fair. Uh I guess I would assume that it's fair enough to guess that the at least the idea that punk wasn't coming back was known because like 
the crowd being that fervent about it and Paul Heyman going out there and cutting a pro- cutting his like this guy left the promotion promo that he did this, in ECW. The, the story of a Paul Heyman guy. Right. Like the fact that he's out there saying shit like that suggests that yes. at least like enough of the internet knew that rumors like, had spread by this that point. Punk right? yeah. wasn't coming back. He ain't here. Sorry about it. Mm-hmm. So that dominated a significant part of the show. Uh, in terms of other happenings on, um, I got the raw results right here. So on right in front of me. Uh, so uh, the Uso, yeah, let's start with that. The Usos hey, defeated the out the New Age Outlaws to become the new WWE Tag Team Champions. Based, yeah, that was actually really sick to see, and I didn't realize mm. just how fucking much I would love 2014 Usos. But holy shit, I'm so into them. Hell yeah, Us, oh, uh, uh, yeah, and, and and I fucking 2K got me putting the Uso theme on my playlists now, um, because it's actually, hey, let's get it, Us, like fuck, it, it, it slaps. God damn it. Yep. Uh, the dissolution of the Real Americans continues as Based. Cesaro. As Jack Swagger cost uh, Cesaro a match against Big E, and then later in the night, Big E fought Swagger, and Cesaro cost Swagger the match. Dude, that was so fucking funny to watch. It was the most petty-ass bullshit, and it's so funny to see, like, these two, like, you know, big, beefy motherfuckers just act like total mean girls to each other. Oh yeah, over, and over it, over what? I I don't even fully basically remember. Nothing. Basically nothing. Um, basically nothing. But Cesaro almost put him in the swagger in the swing and only oh, and he didn't because Coulter talked him off the ledge. Cuz Coulter said let's hug it out, gentlemen. But other than the, but but you know, the re- the real Americans not long for the WWE at this point. You'll love to see. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see Jack Swagger put in that fucking big. So I've already, I've probably already seen it from when their names are now Claudio Castagnoli and Jake Hager. But I, I, I could never see enough of Jack Swagger or Jake Hader being swung around like a bitch. Yep. Uh, the shield continue also breaking apart. Uh, you know, they, after they had another match with the Wyatt's, this time, uh, Bray Wyatt pinned Dean Ambrose because Dean Ambrose certified pin eater of the Shield. <laughs> Again, the only man who holds a belt in that group. Of course. So just of just course, for the record. So, of course, the person you shoot should he, definitely be eating all the pins. He doesn't need to look strong. He's already got a belt. It's simple math. WWE, when looking at mid-card champions, he <laughs> He doesn't need to look strong. He's already he, got a belt. He's already got a belt. Why does he have a belt? Anyway, the big drama here, though, is that Seth Rollins refused to tag in, de- tag in, and in fact, basically left the match because he's like, "I'm sick of you idiots. Fix your shit, or and yeah. I'll come back." He's like, he's like, I'm sick of playing therapist. Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Batista revealing that he, he re, Batista going healer now as he's like, the yes movement is stupid because nerds read too many comic books. Ironic. Th- yeah. And thinking that normal, the dudes who look like Daniel can become superheroes, even though that's only guys like me. 
the the lo the the logic in that promo was so many layers of stupid. It was truly a masterpiece of of like deranged heel work from Batista. And, I, and you know what? You know what? I appreciate my guy eating the like 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 taking the heel turn on the chin. All right. Yep. Uh, Santino and Emma defeated Fandango and Summer Ray. Fandango. Uh, uh, we got to see firsthand what, how, and why Emma's transition to the main roster is not working. Oh man! Hey, and as far as far as we know, uh, Austin could very well be seeing uh, the long-awaited rematch of of that in just a few days' time. Santino uh, versus he, Dirty uh, Dango. The possibility oh my of seeing the, the man who is still uh, Santino Morella because WWE fucked up their trademarking uh against dirty dango at an impact show that like they're hinting at it it feels like i feel like they're gonna i feel like they're building it to slammiversary the, which is their pay-per-view after the show i'm going to yeah but like we can still see a confrontation or something yeah yeah the sheer the, jealousy that I, unironically i would feel if you got to see that clash in any capacity at that fucking show yeah uh, Christian and Sheamus brought their SmackDown feud to Raw, and I didn't care. And nobody gave a shit. No, not a single person. Not us. Not the crowd. No, nobody liked it. Speaking of things I don't care about, the Bella Twins beat Alicia Fox and Oksana. Okay. Cool. The Thank Total you. Divas keep on winning. Ah, uh, yes. Go watch uh, it on MTV, kids. Ayo, uh, Dolph Ziggler with the help of Aaron Paul defeated Alberto is Del Dolph Rio. Dolph Ziggler, who is massively over, uh, somehow, which I ridiculed him for until I played GM mode on 2K, and he was like one of my most consistent superstars across like four seasons, and I'm like, fuck, he's here to show the world. He's here to show the world. I'm like Come Dolph on! Ziggler riding high, like almost a hundred popularity. And like with me setting him up to be the heir apparent, to be like the final baby face champion at the end of like my last season. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Come on. And now I can't help but feel some slight warm, tingly feelings thinking about Dolph Ziggler. Fuck. Hell yeah. I worked myself into a shoot on that one. Uh, Paul Bear, the newest inductee in the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2014. Yes! Incredibly based. It is. Uh, Daniel, uh, John Cena came out to address the Wyatts, and, the, and Bray Wyatt was like, you're like a horse I'm going to take to the glue factory. CM Punk! CM Punk! CM Punk! Follow the buzzards. Follow the CM Punk! CM Punk! And Alexander Rusev came out to get a fake medal on a fake podium while his fake Russian girlfriend hyped, uh, hyped him well, up. Well, the f fake Russian real girlfriend. We need to clarify. Yeah, it's, he's, he, he's his fake Russian girlfriend, not because she's the fake. She's a fake girlfriend. It's because she's but a fake because Russian. she's not actually Russian. <laughs> the, ma the magic of kayfabe. Yep. None. I cannot. It's. I'm sure it's gonna be great when when like uh, Lana starts name dropping Putin in promos because this is before. Of, this is of course when like everybody like you know Putin is the guy who runs Russia, but you but Putin isn't like the persona non grata of the world. I, 
didn't wait. We always knew he was insane. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, you know, it was, I think, I think 2014, it was a lot closer to being like a quirky insane, not like a warlord <laughs> That's insane. That's fair. That, that like, is I fair. Wanna, like, like, I want to, like, he rides like, horses shirtless. <laughs> yeah, like, I want to, I want to point out that, like, as a longtime listener of Epic Rap Battles of History, like, ah. they do an entire episode <laughs> of, of Russian leaders and like they end it with Putin and Putin is and like this is clearly like when this era of time where Putin is just like shirtless weirdo the yeah the the level of memory i i do i i guess i guess i kind of forgot like early putin was like everyone was just kind of like memeing on him the whole time and he was just kind of leaning in um mm-hmm. and uh whoop whoops the daisy like uh, like list like the we Donald Trump presidency yeah. and then the war in Ukraine will change a lot of people's perceptions on Vladimir Putin. To be fair, I even I remember in like 2016 though being like like knowing a little bit more about how fucking nuts Putin was and like it was like during the during the Trump campaign and someone making the very prescient point of like yeah we're all like pointing and laughing at Trump now because he's an obvious moron but like people were doing that with Putin too and look how that turned out. People did and I that was with- like johnson too and look how that turned out uh, and i was like nah it's fine we don't got anything to do. i am boo boo the fool but yeah so like 2014 <laughs> 2014 normie america does not know a whole lot about vladimir putin to 2014 know a- wwe as a result is a fucking fever dream yeah, but anywho, that is what has happened. That was what happened on Raw last time, and this time they're in. Oh, they're in Memphis. Oh, I forgot one thing we got advertised for this show this week. Oh, oh, is- oh, yeah, I forgot. We can actually occasionally pre-plan things for Raw uh, in 2014. Except the occasionally. Thing, except the only thing is learning that Hulkamania is going to be running wild in Memphis oh. tonight, brother. Is I got oh, an no. announcement for WrestleMania oh, 30, dude. No. Because okay, I'm the this host is the episode Wrestle- that I almost watched last time. I'm the host of WrestleMania 30, brother. No. I forgot he was here. No. Well, if you want, if it helps at all, remember, this is Memphis. This is Jerry Lawler's stomping grounds, which means he's definitely going to reference it. And but will the crowd give a shit? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Because I did again. I think I accidentally started to watch this episode last time, and the crowd seemed pretty happy with him being there. So I'm not holding my breath. Oh, I just wanted to double check about Jerry Lawler running for mayor in Memphis. A thing that I remember happened, but I didn't remember if he was successful. I should hope not. When, like, in 2014 or, like, when? I'm looking it up. Hold on. The worst part is he probably could see that. L-O-L. Not even close. (laughs) Get get fucked, you fucking pedophile. Let's let's end the front half on that part. Please, please read the exact numbers. 
course, in 1999, Lawler ran for mayor of Memphis, Tennessee. His platform focused on making the streets safer for residents, beautifying the city, and improving the quality of education. Really aiming high. In addition... You you know, really visionary there. Classic mayoral shit. Absolutely. Because no mayor... Ever, oh, because I, I, is there any mayor who's ever ran for mayor that it was like that didn't at least say something Actually, about making the streets safer, them, beautifying the city, and improving education? F- fucking, we need we need MJF to run for mayor of Brooklyn on the fuck them kids platform. A, in addition, he vowed to attract businesses to Memphis, improve the flow of traffic, create more parks, and decrease property taxes. Again, really visionary platform you're working with here. Brilliant. Brilliant. And probably also make things a lot easier for Jeff Jarrett or no, wait, it was Jerry Jarrett to run uh to to run a carny business in that in that city too but hey who's counting Waller Ball, eh. ended with 11.7 percent of the votes oh did come in fourth but t- did not come even close to winning oof ow and also owie that's then, so fucking funny and then on july 8 2009 Lawler again ran for the position of Memphis, mayor of Memphis in a special mayoral election. On October 15, 2009, he was in fifth with 4% of the vote. He somehow got less popular. Goddamn, even Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger had managed to secure a fucking uh, governorship by that point. Mayor Kane was only about a decade away. You'd think Lawler would have a little more success being able to capitalize on like, hey, I'm the wrestling guy. And I'm the wrestling guy you know of. Yes, and who you who you love? God damn. Well, I mean, he got pretty far in '99 on that. I think you think you know, got his peak attitude era. He's pretty visible on national TV at that point, along with his his Memphis wrestling icon. You'll pardon, and that got him 12 percent of the vote. You'll pardon my lack of surprise that 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 Lawler somehow managed to lack the any the the baseline aptitude you need to like run a successful political campaign as a pretty well known media figure. Mm I, I no, wonder if, I wonder there. I wonder if the commentator I wonder if his political opponents just show clips of him on TV yelling puppies like <laughs> and that's it. Is this the man? Is this the Well, fuck, at that point they could just fucking rattle off his goddamn arrest records. That shit happened in the 80s. I mean, that's what they do. Well, you know, who cares about that when he did fake wrestling? Have you considered that part? Ah, uh, have you considered I mean, not th- I mean, that's. I mean, not that I want. I would have wanted Linda McMahon to successfully become a senator in Connecticut, a U.S. senator in Connecticut. Yeah, but that was also a big part of of like attack ads against her when she that's... ran. Is they showed shit that they did on WWF television in the Attitude Era, and was like, "This is her fault." So, is this the kind of woman you want to be the a senator? Jerry Lawler claims to be the king, but he, have you considered that he is part of wrestling and wrestling is fake? I would like to see your kingship papers, Mr. Lawler. That's right. You don't have any. Is this the man you want running Memphis? 
Yeah, I mean, like they they show clips for Linda McMahon's. They showed clips of like Vince making Trish bark like a dog on her all fours, and they're <laughs> like, and they're like, see this shit. I mean, like this is all her dirty yes. skeleton. This is all the skeletons I, in her closet. WWF footage. Yeah, the fucking yeah. Look, I mean, to be fair, it is an indicator of what absolute ghouls the McMahon's are. I will grant you that, but gu- guys. Guys, come on. Really? And have you cons- and let's be fair. We if it wasn't for Linda flopping like an like a dumbass, um we would have never gotten stand up for WWE. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Be- and in fact, I'm sure the people need to remember. Basically, WWE tried to run like a propaganda campaign of them being the plucky underdogs attacked in the media and their fans need to stand up for WWE. Holy shit, dude. Feature, and there were 10, and here's the camp, here's the campaign, 10 ways to stand up for WWE. Let's do this. I'm running this through. Number one, forward stand up for WWE videos to your friends. Number two, upload video testimonials to YouTube and Facebook voicing your support. Oh my God. Oh, I'm so so cringe. They're all cringe. It's so perfect. Because like that would have been the age in which like companies were really like uh, getting a grasp on how to like drive mass social media engagement and it's just so perfect to watch the mcmahon's try and just beautifully bombastically fail at doing that kind of thing oh oh don't and we got eight more uh number three email your friends and family stating why you are a wwe fan (laughs) (laughs) oh my god just go just go email your grandma about why you're a fucking mark (laughs) and your grandma's gonna your grandma's gonna reply okay mark Number four, friend WWE on Facebook. That's the <laughs> least. That's the least cringe one yet. Yeah, that is. Uh, you know that that one's these <laughs> bog standard. They were able to take a look at like the lists that other like fucking social media campaigns engaged in, and we're like, ah, yes, we know how to do that one. Yoink. Yeah. Good, good job. Number five, make I'm standing up for WWE. Your Facebook status. Oh my god. The most soy-ass motherfuckers. Number six, write a letter to the editor of your newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) That newspaper is, is going to... The best part is, I feel like... I feel like if you re- read letters to the editor, you like you, you're you're gonna assume that like the, the the average demographic for that kind of activity is like like eighty seven. Um, yeah. And, and so they're like, <laughs> man, why are all these fucking geriatrics writing in about WWE all of a sudden? Yeah, number seven. Share your favorite WWE stories on Twitter and Facebook. Okay, sure. Whatever. CM Punk's like, I got you covered. Just shit my britches on SmackDown, please, <laughs> RT. Number eight. 
need a story that is unfair to WWE? Email the reporter. Oh my. Ah, yes. Vince McMahon outsourcing journalist harassment. Yes, yes, yes. Number nine, create I stand up for WWE signs or t-shirts for live events. Oh, Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And then 10, truly the best one. (laughs) <laughs> check back regularly for updates they create oh a 10 God. ways listicle and they can't even come up with a 10th thing to do <laughs> art that right there is that's sheer poetry austin i think i think shakespeare was looking on from the grave in in sheer envy as 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 that list was was get brought deep spiritual poetic life i feel like I sh- writer obviously that has absolutely nothing 2014 linda mcmahon has conceded has lost for the second time in Based. running for in running for uh congress she will she will have to make do with being a the least controversial member of president donald trump's cabinet what is our timeline? What is the world we live and in? Then running a, know, and then I running a super PAC designed to promote Donald Trump's re-election. That went well. <sighs> it's fine. But I, I, get, I feel like I need to take my opportunity to talk about stand-up for WWE. There's, there's not very many opportunities. There, there really aren't. Uh, and I'm very, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy that you took this time to educate all of us about this very important topic. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to watch along with us and especially <laughs> stand up for WWE, oh yeah, oh yeah, We're, we have we have we have like a thing to watch. If you want to stand up for the Noobs and Knockouts knockout. podcast, you can watch. Email along. your grandmother about how much you love our show. You save that for the plugs part. I go ah. back to that. Um, I'll try to remember. But then, but basically, you can. We're gonna watch the March tenth, twenty fourteen episode of Raw tonight. You can watch that on Peacock. Uh, that's where WWE has has licensed out all of their all of their you know content, their back catalog. So woo, we do. Hopefully, Yay. we'll get some cringe WWE Network ads that less than a decade later have completely aged poorly. Oh my! I mean, to be fair, after like a week, they aged poorly. Let's let's not let's not act like these are anything res- remotely resembling a fine wine. Okay, that's fair. But until then, we'll be back to continue the yes movement. Outstanding. And we are back. We have finished the March tenth, twenty fourteen episode of Monday Night Raw. We are finally back after yep. a period of time that I don't want to disclose to our audience. It's been episodes. a long time since we've it's watched. It's been a hot minute. Since uh, we've watched Raw. But hey, <laughs> hey, you know what? To, th- this marks a special occasion, folks, all right? You've heard of Noobs and Knockouts after hours, but now it's time for Hell Yeah! Noobs and Knockouts in the Morning, the best and most we're gonna be doing phone pranks we're gonna be t- <laughs> we're gonna be doing really flipping commentary on on current political happenstances it's all here at yeah, you got- knockouts in the morning <laughs> 
Make sure to go to our Twitter to get the phone line so you can call in. <laughs> Fuck, imagine having a call-in segment on this show. That would be absolutely would, unhinged. That would be terrible. Let's not think about it. <laughs> just bad idea all Let's around. Let's never even talk about it again. No, I like talking about bad ideas. They're my favorite kind of ideas. Mm-hmm. Yes. We know something, dude. Speaking of bad ideas, Oh, brother. my God. Yeah, all right. Raw, baby. We fucking were in Lawler. Did I forget? Were we talking in the front half about being in Lawler country? And that's I why so. we went on the yeah, whole that's because we had a whole okay. tangent about him being uh, trying to run for mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're in fucking Memphis, Tennessee, Lawler country, which is already bad enough. And then, of course, nah, 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 nah. oh, I yeah, fuck, brother, we're I, starting the show with the Hulkster, dude. I heard Justin Roberts announce Hulk Hogan's name and I felt dirty. I'm like, no, that that name should not be coming out of that beautiful angelic voice. Don't you don't you fucking do this to me. But no, here he is, boys. Here he is, world. He he the Hollywood era's done. He's back in the full orange and yellow and he red. Is, uh he is big, the immortal Hulk Hogan. Yeah, big ass fucking feather boa. Yeah, um, he, add, he added that he added that when he came back to this looking like oh three. Yeah, I'm really surprised that like late career Hogan is into wearing big ass feather boas. You'd think something like that would start making him blurt out like homophobic slurs, but you know, you know what? Live your truth, buddy. Mm-hmm. I made a note of Jerry Lawler wearing his classic oh, t-shirt. Yeah. Th- oh my god, that fucking eyesore. This yeah. champagne colored tuxedo design long sleeve tee. What the fuck was that? Almost looked like a goddamn like cardigan or something. I my yeah, it looked brain like couldn't fully process it. It looked awful. And every time it cut over, my eyes were just drawn and they started burning. Oh my God. Well, let um, me tell you something, Mempho Hulkamaniac. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mempho? Yeah, I don't know what Hogan... Hogan is trying to get over these nicknames for Memphis people. He's trying to get over nicknames for everything. But but Mempho makes it sound dirty. It makes it sound oh, like yeah. it's a cousin of Nymphomania. Oh, uh, yeah, the Mymphomaniacs. Oh, oh, my little Mymphomaniacs, brother. Oh, yeah, brother. Oh, my God. Also, there's... there. I mean, maybe, maybe the fucking Mempho people are maniacs. I saw a dude in the crowd who just put his phone number on a sign. Like, bruh... Classic, classic shit to go to a, when you're going to be on TV, put your phone number on there. Especially, like, knowing that the network is becoming a thing. Like, enjoy crank calls for years to come. Forever. This is and that'll be the first phone scam on noobs and knockouts in the morning. Calling that random fucking guy from Memphis. Let's call him right now and be like, remember with that Memphis Raw from 10 years ago? Oh, my God. Put your phone number on. (laughs) Well, the chickens have come home to roost. So Hogan is like, everywhere I go, the talk is on the street. Welcome back. Everyone's telling me, welcome back to the WWE universe. It's been great having you back home, brother. Yeah. Where where was I? Where have I been gone? Don't ask me that. Don't ask me, don't ask me, dude. It's a law. You don't want to know. And he, nobody wants to know. Hulk's been just fine, brother. Don't worry about it. 
Okay, if we use the same technique they used to talk about former TNA champions, we can say that Hulk Hogan has been around the world. Yes, a champion around all around the world. This is true. No, um, but fucking of all things, uh, m- motherfucking Vince sent Hogan out here to cut a goddamn advertising promo because he starts hyping up the goddamn network. He said, hey, he's every night he's been rewatching his WrestleMania matches on the WWE network, which 100% sounds like a thing he would do. Oh, um, uh, uh, and you know he's masturbating to them too. It, it's oh yeah, brother. Thing. I make sure I always time it so that my orgasm comes when I slam body slam. It's literally, <laughs> it's literally the fucking Bojack Horseman thing. I swear to God, it's about what the moment means. <laughs> it's about it what just, it represents. It just stirs something in me, dude. It's about what it represents. It's not that I'm jerking off to my matches, brother. It's about what it represents. It's I'm jerking off to the story, dude. There's a difference. Yeah. He mentions his matches with Andre the Giant, Randy yeah. Savage. Well, 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 he he mentions that his match with Andre was like the greatest match of all time. And, and somewhere like fucking Meltzer started cringing. Yeah, okay, first, is I, I, I did make a note of he's snubbing his WrestleMania matches with Yokozuna and Sid Justice. How how could he ever? How could he deny such glorious bangers? But Hogan's like, I still get amped up when I watch my Ray Andre match with Andre, dude. I got my goosebumps make me feel like I could pull the bumpers off a Cadillac, Jack. He's extremely aroused, yes. And then he's like, as I walk outside and wrestle the whole neighborhood. <laughs> well, wanting to wrestle the whole neighborhood, which. I took what? it as he actually goes out and tries to do that. I don't, I don't know, man. I think he said, like, wants to, but I wouldn't be surprised if Hogan just went up to his neighbor's door and he's like, hey, yeah, uh, can you do me a favor, brother, and put me over in the ring a little bit? Oh, yeah. And the neighbor, goes, the neighbor goes, what? And Hogan's like, shh, shh don't think about it too hard, brother. Yeah. Just say yes. Yeah, and I, well, I came up with an idea. And in celebrating 30 yeah. years of WrestleMania and in honor of the greatest of all time, Hulk Hogan announces a 30-man over-the-top rope Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah, this thing that I've heard of, this is apparently the origin point, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Didn't randomly expect to see that, but fuck yeah. And then Hogan goes, at WrestleMania, there'll be three superstars in the ring. I was like, good one, Hulkster. Yeah, I I, I wasn't sure if he said three or if he just rushed He said three. He fast. meant 30, oh but he said Dumbass. three. Uh, yeah. But then he... He points to the Titantron, and we reveal the Andre Memorial Trophy. Yeah, and and for those those of the noobish persuasion who may be listening, the the significance of this is that like Andre was the king of battle royals in his day. Yes, like, because... you know, sh- shockingly, being a giant ass motherfucker means you're gonna get mm. booked to just kind of destroy people a lot. And what better showcase of that than a yeah. match where you have twenty nine the... dudes to just back fuck in the up. olden days battle royals were kind of just used as avenues to show off how giant giants are like nowadays it's just kind of like nowadays they like lampshade the trope of like who's gonna get this giant out of the ring and then the giants never win um yeah but back in the old days they played that shit completely straight and Mm -hmm. like andre was nigh undefeated in battle royals he won so many uh... battle royals in his career the normal sized chumps hadn't yet worked out the meta of just everybody combining forces to like fucking firemen's carry a giant out of the ring. Mm-hmm. You know. So so this actually does feel like a you know Andre signature match kind of situation. 
yeah, no. So it, it's it's a it is a really cool tribute that they're doing this. Fucking sucks they're letting Hogan be the one to announce it and also claim to take credit for it. But you know, sure. Yeah. So yeah, in I, closing, I d- Memphonites. Yes. And then he goes, what you going to do when the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal runs wild on you? That's a pretty long question, Hulk. You kind of lost me halfway through. And then, duh, doo, 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 doo. Yeah, yeah, doo, fucking, doo, doo, doo. oh my god. Oh, if anything could make my eyes roll directly into the back of the head, it's putting Cena and Hogan together in a fucking promo so they can jerk each other off about how cool and awesome the other one is okay yeah as at this point michael cole mentions john cena is set to face eric rowan tonight cena gets in the ring hogan salutes him yeah salute the marines brother well yeah fucking fucking hogan H- hogan is like i'm out here trying to prove that i can put the little guys over dude by the little guys i mean john fucking cena Oh yeah, dude. See, I'm, I'm, I'm. See, I'm willing to put people over, brother. I put over. I'm yes. putting over John Cena right now. <laughs> I will say there is something like you know, it the the the, the whole selective Hogan charity meme. Um, it, the it, I, I will say it probably did like you know, it, it it does take the piss out of him a little bit to like finally pass the torch of like the brand goat over to Cena implicitly by doing this. So you know it. It, it it's still it's still something that you know would be a, a move that he could be uncharitable about if he wanted, but nah, he's gonna be he's gonna play nice here. Cena wins again, na 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 na. Yeah, so Cena's like he likes to be out in this ring in front of these people because of their energy, and he points to this Hulk still rules sign. And he's like he wants to welcome Hogan home because he, you know Hogan he was front and center when WrestleMania was born. 30 years later, is right back where he belongs. Well, at least until he and Vince have a falling out again. Hulk gets fired for the 50 millionth time. But hey, who's counting? Uh, yeah, John Cena hypes up the Andre Memorial Battle Royal. And he's like, it was my favorite moment in WrestleMania history was Hogan slamming Andre. And he talks about how back when he, he remembers watching that moment at home, trying to rip his T-shirt, and he's flexing his much less than 24-inch pythons for the friends cute. and family. And he said, at that point, I knew Hulkamania would live forever. Forever? Forever. And so John Cena asked asked himself one question. What you gonna do, brother? And John Cena says he will be the first to enter his name into the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah, Cena is fucking, is putting his name in. And I was like, I was like, you know what? That's, that's not the worst of ideas actually i no, don't would, i don't it wouldn't despise have been. that it, it would not it would, it would been, not have it would have been. been a fun moment to have him in the battle royal yes uh he also he also talks of he's talking about like traditions mm-hmm. and he says to hogan that tonight starts a tradition of hogan's own with the battle royal and i hate cena for letting hogan get away with claiming this is his idea it's I, all my idea brother i came up the, with it dude <laughs> I yeah I I just felt so inspired. I busted down Vince's door and I said, "Hey Vinny, you're never gonna guess." Hey Vince, I know that I'm the as the host of WrestleMania. I got an idea, brother. I you're gonna you're gonna love this one, dude. A battle royal for 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 Andre the Giant. And then and, and then and I got like, like and then I got a new idea. And then I got another idea for you, Vince. What if I came in to the battle royal 
and I won it in honor of my bestest friend, Andre the Giant, brother. Uh, let's let's ignore the fact that he ended his career as a heel, dude. We don't need we don't need to talk about how he completely did him dirty at the back of end of his career before he fucking died, dude. Let's just have no. some fun with this, brother. Like it's fine. I can work a battle royal, dude. I can. I will say Hogan. when fucking when Hogan was like first like leading into to announcing the tournament, um, he talked about like you know andre the monster that he fought or whatever and i'm like oh my fucking god we're still posthumously pushing andre as a heel are you shitting me hey. yeah but then hogan actually said like nice things about him and i was like oh okay yeah fair yeah but then all of this is instead the wyatts are here yes and uh, bray wyatt wyatts had are- two promos tonight so i have a lot of notes Yes. Well, and and by notes he means direct transcriptions of the entirety of the speeches. Yeah. So go ahead, say what you wish to say before I get. Well, started. no, 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 no. I'm gonna be popping up as you. Yeah, I I have realized the value in your in your direct recitation of these things is is allowing me the chance to like actually pretend like I'm on wrestling MST3K right now. Um, hey. So I'm a I'm a just f- pop up with with my shit as as All it right. goes. I. Right. I have always been fascinated with pride. It is my favorite sin. It has the power to blind the strongest men, even those who claim to be immortal. Dude, off the fucking bat, I'm like, oh my God, they let Bray come out here to cut a nasty-ass promo on Hogan? Are you kidding me? This is great. He is lucky Hogan cannot drop the leg anymore, brother. Bet fucking fucking no promo has touched this. What what the fuck is the pipe bomb? Get get it out of here. This is all I need ever. Yeah. Hey kids, take your vitamins and say your prayers. <laughs> all praise be to the virtue of hustle, loyalty, and respect. Yeah, fucking praise out here like man. And I thought I was in a cult. Yeah, as if they can do you any good. You are both liars. And the and crowd you're... is, of course, booing like maniacs. No, 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 no. Fuck you. Let Why him cook. are you booing him? He's yeah, right. Yeah, well, he's right. Let him cook. Absolutely. And your foolish pride allows you to prey upon the weak and fill them up with all this hope. But hope is dead, as will be your legacy, John. I can see it in your eyes. You don't get it. And how can you possibly get something you can't comprehend? But I'll lay it out for you, John. If you look up at me, you will see a friend. If you look down at me, you will see an enemy. But if you look at me square in the eye, you will see a god. Look in my eyes. eyes. What do what you do see? You punk. Bray Wyatt as a deity. See a punk. See a man. That joke's gonna come around later, and I can't. And I'm then fucking for it. Cena. Uh, yeah, no, no. But holy oh, shit! Oh, oh my god, that that line. I could not believe that line. That was such an insane fucking line. Holy shit! And then. Do you ever listen to all the weird crap that you say? Fucking yeah. Cena immediately fucking... burying the fucking promo like he always does. Fuck off. Clown Fine ass. speech. Dead. <laughs> done. You're done. 
Fucking, yeah, and in, in order to make sure he fully buries it, he calls Wyatt, like, homeless, and then he starts singing Jimmy Buffett because he doesn't have any yeah. substantial arguments to uh, to the objectively correct things Wyatt's saying. He says one decent line. He's like, you just said pride is the fall of man. You follow up saying if I look at you, I see a well, okay, that's a fair point. Yeah, but then, yeah, that, yeah you know, he's like, I don't see a god. I see a homeless guy, and he calls him fat. And he's yeah. yeah, he starts singing Jimmy Buffett because you gotta yeah. get the Memphis crowd going. Yada, yada, great. Uh man, I always fucking knew I hated that scene. A guy, why the fuck are you invoking the the the, the most the most weird and 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 aggressively like way too chill musical artist of all time? Fuck you, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck so that after completely undercutting and not selling Wyatt at all, classic yeah. John Cena, really. Ugh. Um Cena decides to make a challenge to Wyatt at WrestleMania 30. He's like, he apologizes to the Hulkster and he's like, sorry, I can't be in your battle royal. I have to unenter uh, myself. I gotta end this man's whole career. Excuse Absolutely. me. Yeah, no. Well, the, the best part is so he issues an open challenge to break Wyatt. open challenge to one person. I don't think that's how open challenges work, John. Yeah. Uh, uh yes. Uh and 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 oh and over here Cena's just fucking patting John on the back for doing such a good job, no selling and refusing to put a jabroni over. He's Hogan's like, Yeah, you're really protecting your legacy. Here, that's dude. a good I'm job, dude. That's, that's, that's a good that's job good protecting your brother. legacy, brother. Absolutely, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh but so this is the catalyst for Cena versus uh uh Eric Rowan. Don't know where in Kayfabe it was originally supposed to be on the card, but it's your opening match. But it's happening now. right have, now. Have fun yeah. with that, kids. Yeah. And and yeah. Hogan is is at is at ringside for Cena and like yeah. and, and the Wyatts are at ringside for Rowan. So oh no, shenanigans do yeah. abound sometimes. My first note is Rowan with a deadly noogie to attack. Thankfully, yeah, yeah, that escape. fucking weird fist. Oh my god, into your into your temple thing. Very it dangerous. It just looks so loose. It just it looks so precarious. Yeah, the whole match though is Rowan throwing Cena around like a rag doll, but then like Cena counters one move into a roll up and wins. Yeah, for pretty much. Yeah, that, that, it's it's so fucking funny. He just gets the fucking possum pin. Like, okay, um, yeah. But the, and and I was like, wait, no, like match shenanigans. What the fuck is happening? Oh, we're we're getting post match Post match. Yes. So all right. Bray, the, the, Bray no. gets up from the rocking chair and he gets he's pissed. Hogan, you know, Hogan gets back in the ring, and uh, then Bray sends Art. My exact notes on this is Bray sends Harper and Rowan to the apron, but the Wyatts realize Hogan can't bump, so they decide to back off. Boo! No fucking, cause it looked like it looked like the fucking. I was so I was waiting, brother, for fucking uh Luke Harper to get in that ring, start busting John Cena or no busting, sorry, Hulk Hogan's ass. I was like, give it to me, give me that fucking clash. I need to see it. And those goddamn cowards in the in the back i could never say a mean thing about the wyatt crew um mm -hmm. uh those goddamn cowards in the back would not let it happen Fuck well you, you can do it you could do it in wwe 2k14 brother except i'm definitely going over dude i want to make sure you know that is that the uh, is that the one where they have like the um the showcase mode where you can like live along with history or like change history or 
Um, no, that's that's uh, Legends of WrestleMania. That's oh, oh yeah, it is. Two K yeah, fourteen is. is just the straight up uh, twenty nine, the thirty years of WrestleMania mode where you can recreate a bunch of matches from the first twenty nine WrestleManias because it came I out got in fall twenty thirteen. Uh, I got you. I'm, I'm fucking trying. I, no, I'm trying to pick up two K fourteen now and like specifically go play as Luke Harper to kick Hulk Hogan's ass. Would be great. I'll also, that happen. also that game had a beat the streak mode where you fight the as uh, like a super one hundred overall version of the Undertaker, and he's got like hacks moves and shit, and like you got to beat him at WrestleMania. It's really it's it's a challenging mode, but it's a lot of fun. That sounds actually pretty sick. That I'm not yeah. gonna lie, that actually sounds really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Wyatt's back off, and then Hogan's music plays. So Hogan starts hot dogging and doing the bucks. Cena kind of joins in, uh, and we go back to the announce table. Michael Cole announces that tonight will be Christian versus Sheamus, and you, the WWE Universe, yes. can get on the app and vote for what the stipulation will be. It could be false count. Anywhere. False count anywhere. It could be two out of three falls. Or it could be a Memphis, a Memphis street, fight. street fight when we are in Memphis. Man, the fucking implicit rigging of of these polls—it's so ingenious. It's, you it's have double. To it's two layered in that like implicit rigging in the Memphis street fight, but also all three of those stipulations are going to have basically the same match. This is this is true, but like one of them has the exact like yeah. aesthetic setup. That they, but that like, they if they won. had voted for false count anywhere, this mat, the match that would happen later would have happened the exact same way. <laughs> as pretty, it happened. pretty much, and people Memphis would have been like, "What the fuck are they setting up for a Memphis street fight?" Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, also, fucking, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I just, I, I just, I just was like, uh, it, it, it was just like, you know what? I'm rooting for two out of three falls, just to spite you. Fuck you. Yeah, but then a big show and Daniel. They announced the main event: Big Show and Daniel Bryan versus Batista and Randy Orton. And they also announced that the Undertaker is here. Yeah. Okay. They're doing the Undertaker returns to Raw. Wasn't my man literally on Raw? He was here like, like, like two week? weeks ago. Yeah, or like two weeks ago. Either fucking way. Like, oh wow, his long-awaited two weeks return to mm-hmm. Raw. What a monumental occasion. Yep. So the authority are out here now to make an address on the ramp. I gotta say, yeah, the fucking fucking tribulation Stephanie out here. You know what? I think it's so cute how how these evil business owners hold hands while walking out to the ring. Really, really wholesome. Just really because you're evil things. doesn't mean you can't have nice, loving, romantic relationships. No, it's true. This is true. I, I would I would never take that away from Stephanie our, from and our, Triple H. You could say are couples' goals, even if they are both evil executives. Even if they are just the worst in the world, mm-hmm. you know they are indeed uh, they are indeed goals. Yeah. So. Stephanie is like last week, Daniel Bryan viciously attacked my husband and suffered the consequences for that. And she's like, Bryan's actions are grounds for termination, but we want to lead by example and offer a very sincere apology because Mm -hmm. that's best for business. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, as Stephanie puts it, they recognize the value of the Daniel by Brian brand. I mean, not as much value as the a plus brands, you know, like uh-huh. Randy Orton and Batista, but man, they're really fucking leaning. They got into a this niche, there's a niche following for Daniel. Bryan. Dude, it's got at value. this point, the authorities copium about Daniel Bryan's popularity. It's getting cartoonish. Like 
you're just you're just lying at this point. You're just and it doesn't make any sense. But mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, aside aside from pure spite at this point. But I mean, to be I fair, that is kind of how they end up playing they're, it. They're, yeah, they're at the spite level. Yeah, they actually don't give a shit about what would be the most profitable. They're just like they're just like ah fucking yeah their their mask is off now we're, yeah. we're, we're they're just going uh stephanie's like we, we won't fire brian as long as he returns the favor and apologizes to us i mean brian just needs to admit that he can't stack up with triple h <laughs> brian daniel bryan is below my husband professionally physically and <laughs> literally short daniel bryan is short He's so fucking short. And has a small penis. Unlike and my husband. A, <laughs> and has a tiny cock. Just, yeah. as, just as an aside. Yes. Yeah, so that sure, Stephanie wants to make us all aware that Daniel Bryan has a small penis, whereas Triple H, huge cock. Huge, massive, massive cock. And Stephanie, Stephanie says, my guts get rearranged on a nightly basis. Daniel Bryan could never. After that, all that, the the New Age Outlaws come out and, like real outlaws, embrace and hug Shake the, the authority's hand, yeah. That was, that was, you know, that was a nice touch for, like, heel outlaws. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're, they're here to do, like, guest commentary on Rybaxel mm-hmm. versus the Usos, and I guess they're here to also, like blame the fact they lost the tag team championship on like encephalitis or something yeah before we get to that though so yeah the authority have very sincerely apologized we're sorry yes we're now you fucking better do the same daniel bryan or your 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 ass is grass and we're mowing it i'm sure that daniel will reciprocate later Mm, i'm sure he'll have a perfectly proportional response to this yeah so we were here for the match uh the outlaws last week on the main event because they still care about main event right now. Uh, yes. They are like, they. it was revealed that Road Dog was injured and Billy Gunn had encephalitis. That is why they lost last week. Uh-huh. Daddy ass has brain swelling. That's the problem. Uh, abs- absolutely. It causes some pretty nasty headaches, brother. Yeah, so also it is announced that Ryback and Curtis Axel will be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and Ryback has a picture-in-picture promo where he's like, I'm going to win, and I'll be the best big guy in WWE history. I very I very much care. Thank you, Ryback. I, yeah. I super care. I wrote this is a Raw tag team match for real. <laughs> this- oh, my God. I mean, I mean, it's not like – terrible but i i i continue to like pretty be pretty in the tank for like early usos yeah but it's uh rybaxel is here they um, are they they do in fact exist and are present yeah. in this space this is this is a this is a put over the usos match um oh it entirely ends, bolster it their run hot tag to jay uso jay's taking down uh curtis axel jay goes for the hip attack in the corner ryback runs and this thought this was kind of cool jay ducks under the ryback's clothesline to hit hip attack curtis axel and then he super kicks ryback like just oh, one shit. fluid fluid solid motion there i thought that was neat oh my god um i i had a note of um i'm still really bad at telling them apart i think it was jay um uh like so he he's got he and he and curtis axel are near the ropes um he leg sweeps axel um and just axel fucking like flips 
He, mm-hmm. my man, just my man, just he hits the little light sweep, and 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 Curtis Axel just does a fucking backflip <laughs> to sell it. Beautiful. Yeah. I love, I love when you, I love when people sell like that. Yeah. Uh, Lawler so- says that the New Age Outlaws sound like an old married couple on commentary, despite the fact that they're not really bickering with each they're other. They're not bickering at all. They're just bitching at other. Yeah, people. I have That's no. Not idea an old married Lawler couple. Good job, that. Lawler. Idiot. Yeah. Good. Good. Good job. Um. Uh, yeah, so, but, but eventually we do get, I think it was, was it Jimmy that ended the match? Yeah, Jay does the tag of Jimmy that leads into the suicide dive thing they've been doing. He hits that on Ryback. Jimmy Uso tags in for the splash and the win. Well, and and something I didn't catch until, um, until fucking, um, uh, the, the playback is that, like, while Jimmy's doing the splash, he does the fucking suck it motion in midair. Be- beautiful shit. That's actually really I think he's great. sending a message to somebody, I brother. sending a message, dude. Yeah, no, that was that was actually really good. And I didn't catch it, but, like, they did it on the replay, and they just have in slow motion Jimmy Uso in midair going, <laughs> so the usos win but apparently their issues are not done with the outlaws yeah no new age outlaws says they can't tell the usos apart and didn't know who was legal to like you know make to keep track of things so that so they lost uh and you know uh actually that's that's fair i can't do that either mm-hmm. I, I have no idea but back so backstage kane is talking to the shield he's called them into the office He's like, Kane Last the demon week, man who works in corporate is here to admonish the Shields for being unprofessional. Yep. So Kane is like, last week you lost to the Wyatts again. And then on mm-hmm. SmackDown, you aired your dirty laundry in, in public in a most unprofessional manner. Yeah. And Dean's last Again, of, said the demon man. Right. Said the hell's the devil's favorite demon, corporate Kane. Um, Dean asks what the point of all this is. And Kane says, well, in the past, the, the Shield have proven to be a valuable asset. And Kane has taken it upon himself as the director of operations to light a fire under them to see if they're still valuable or if perhaps they need to be disposed of. And then, and then the Shield, who you know they they've been having some marital problems recently. Um, they they discover the thing that can unite them better than anything else. Truly, the thing that can unite all of humanity better than anything else. Hating Glenn Jacobs. Yeah. So Kane is like the first cracks in the shield when you lost the tag titles to the Rhodes brothers. So tonight you will face them again and exercise that demon. Important wording here. Seth, Seth is like, Kane is, is is, is, basically Seth asked if if all this shit is, has anything to do with Kane getting pinned by Daniel Bryan on main event again. And then on SmackDown, big show, knocking him out and Daniel Bryan pinning him again. Eh, And Kane eh. gets mad. He tells him to step up. And Dean is like, no, we always step up. We always do that. And we'll exercise that demon. And then Roman gets right up in Kane's face. And he wants to make it clear that they will take out any demon, Kane, that gets in their way. Believe that. The shield stands united against a common douchebag. Hooray! I love to see it. You know what? I'll take it. Um... Oh boy, this next bit. We get an ad for the network because they are doing everything in their uh, their power to hawk the network. Except it's done through the like framing device of being an announcement on a flight. And what do we get for this? But the Bell course, is flight the Bell is in flight attendant uniforms. I I really hate Austin how the writers' room can just push their fetishes on screen with like no resistance. 
Um, yeah, but well, but yeah, but hey, you know, goes. you know, at least all the boomers who are still learning how to use their smartphones can now be informed and horny. That's very yeah. Important. So whatever they're hawking the WWE Network ad, great. Um, the next third match of the show, Jack Swagger versus speaking Big of whatever, e. Jack Swagger versus Big E again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, early in the mat, they're talking. They're trying to talk about the story here about Zeb Coulter and the real Americans kind of falling apart. JBL mm-hmm. swears that this is all media spin job, and my, Jerry Lawler is like, "I suppose Zeb's been telling you it's all good." And JBL goes, "You've been listening to my phone calls." Yeah, I did. I I did catch a little bit of that. That was cute. Uh, fucking shout out to the five guys in like the very front row who were clearly very proud of the fact that at one point while the hard cam was on them, they they d- stood up and did a coordinated "We the People" chant. You guys yeah. are very cool. Thank you. We also find out that Big E has entered himself into the battle royal. Uh, obviously he's doomed to failure against a powerhouse like Ryback. Yeah, of course. He does uh, fight WrestleMania 2, which is a, a relatively deep cut. Most people don't talk about that show ever. Uh, <laughs> but that is, that, that is the show where the main... Okay, the WrestleMania 2, their big gimmick was that they're going to have three shows in three yep, or different cities. Shit. Which, how that played out was... You each city got one hour of wrestling live and then had to watch the other two hours on closed circuit TV. Yes. Uh, which sucked, by the way. Also, because they did three different cities in, th- in one night, they severely like spread out their roster and their production crew. So WrestleMania 2, for my money, WrestleMania 2 is the worst WrestleMania ever. Most people will not give it that miss. I think most people kind of give it relatively a pass for like it's early days mania. They didn't know what they were doing, but not me. This so sucked. It's no, that's a special level of stupid. Even if you're like really early into your like your pay per view Mm -hmm. brand here, WrestleMania two is the only WrestleMania in history with no redeeming matches on it. There are decent matches on WrestleMania 9. There are decent matches on WrestleMania 11. There are decent matches on WrestleMania 15. There are decent matches on WrestleMania 27. There are no good matches on WrestleMania 2. Ouch. That's unfortunate. But what what Big E was citing, though, is the main event of the Chicago portion of the show, because there was the first hour in New York, main evented by Roddy Piper versus Mr. T in a boxing match. In an actual boxing match. And then the second hour was in Chicago. The third hour was in L.A. with the real main event being Hogan versus King Kong Bundy for the WWF title. (laughs) Yeah, okay. But the Chicago main event was a battle royal half populated by wrestlers and half populated by NFL players. Uh, The story of the match was really Big John Studd versus William the Refrigerator Perry uh, for the Chicago Bears. Uh, But the match was won by Andre the Giant. So (laughs) Andre won the battle royal because of course he did. As he should. And Biggie brings that up in this in his little his 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 uh his picture and picture promo. Yeah, that's that's cute. Um, 
So we have, it's a pretty standard match between Ian Swagger, you know, mm -hmm. two big boys going at it. But of course, the real focus here is the slow but sure dissolution of the true Americans. Um, fucking, so Swagger at the beginning of this match has told Cesaro, like, fucking, I got this. And then later on in the match, when Swagger is shockingly struggling, not a got bit, this. He, when he's not got this, Cesaro's like, no, no, he said he got this. And he, Cesaro is not interfering on Swagger's behalf. Yeah. Cause so the, Swagger at one point just starts jaw jacking at Cesaro for not interfering. Yeah. Biggie, Swagger had big knock Biggie down like into the ropes right in front of yeah, Cesaro. Cesaro right in front could of Cesaro. easily do it. And Cesaro's like, nope, I won't. He said he didn't want my help. I won't and give it. And then yeah. Swagger yells at him about it. And then Biggie rolls up. And you already know the punchline. Yeah. Yeah. Da, 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 Biggie for the pin. <laughs> Cesaro laughs his ass off at this. True. And then Jack Swagger uh, gets outside and starts. Well, I, I, I want to point something out. So, you know, Swagger is a bit of a tantrum over this. And, you know, mm -hmm. Biggie's song is playing in victory uh, after the win. And Jack Swagger, while he's having his little fucking like tantrum in the ring, he kicks a turnbuckle right, right as a cymbal crashes in Biggie's song. It was a beautiful little bit of serendipity. Yeah. Right on beat. But yes, he he and Cesaro get right the fuck up close to each other now. Now kiss, now now just kiss, kiss now, a little bit. Zeb Coulter is he breaks apart and then he's like, "You're driving me crazy." Ze he, Zeb is so angry he starts doing a fucking strip routine. He takes his jacket off. He rips his jacket off and he's like, "We are in this right here." And he, and he like loosens his tie too. Hands. He's he's going yeah. crazy. Yeah, like I'm not shaking his hand. I don't want to do it. But Cesaro. Hands, is the bigger man Cesaro, like refuses to let go he holds the grip oh uh, no he's given him the handshake of death yeah just to show that he's the best and he is the strongest so clearly nothing is resolved yet yes uh they they go back to reminding you to, to vote for what match christian and sheamus should have that they're really trying to get me to give a shit about this um and lawler is out here sending very subliminal messages to fans to pick the right choice by going memphis my money's on memphis give me that memphis street fight baby Woo! yeah i love memphis and they gong yeah gong um, all right I okay, so I'm gonna admit I got up real early to watch this episode and to make sure that I had time to finish it in before our recording, I did skip some things. And so I fast forwarded through the Undertaker's entrance. I knew that it'd shave a couple minutes off. Damn. Well, I will say something they're talking about during the gazillion year long Undertaker entrance is yeah. Um, they're, they're, they are, commentary is going pretty hard overall on the, like, Lesnar is totally fucked against Taker, like, idea, which, like, I feel like if, you, if there's any indicator that Lesnar really was going to be the one to break the streak, it's in little moments like that where commentary is like, nah, nah, Lesnar's just another body for Taker to step over on his way to glory. Um, it's interesting that you think that. Maybe, maybe it's because, like, I just remember, like, being on the message boards of the time, and, like, nobody really thought Lesnar was going to take the dub on this one. Like really? everyone kind of assumed this was like just another name to add to the, to the streak. I remember people and myself included kind of trying to fantasy book, like the next like five years of the streak. Cause this is taken as a given that, you know, Lesnar's going to lose. He's going to lose and be another name that Undertaker can say he beat at WrestleMania. And that'll be that. 
Really? Not even. Not Nobody even, saw this coming. No, not really. Everyone was like, "Yeah, Les, like Lesnar's gonna lose. Like, why wouldn't he lose?" Nah. Oh, I mean, this may this probably has the power of retrospect on my part and knowing yeah. how the fuck Lesnar tends to get booked. But like, I don't know. I feel like the fact they're trying to push, like you know, push this he did real sports boy thing. Like, the in the end, who the fuck else would it have been? It was always gonna be Lesnar. Yeah, like. I mean, Lesnar, his record, his record at this point since coming back was like three and two. Oh, really? Or two and two, actually. My oh, shit. No, three and two. I forgot about that big show match. I had to re-remind myself. Uh, yes. It was like he lost to Cena in his first match back at Extreme Rules because, of course, he did. Cena then he got in a two a three match feud with Triple H, where he won two of three, but he did lose to Triple H at WrestleMania because, of course. And then, game. oh, then he beat Punk. I forgot about that. So that's four and two. Or did he beat Punk? Actually, I don't remember. I, <laughs> Let me quickly look up SummerSlam 2013 and remind myself of who actually beat won that match. Uh, yes, he did beat Punk. That's what I thought. So he's like four and two, and he's he one of those wins is against the Big Show at Wrestle at Royal <laughs> Rumble. So like barely counts as a win as a match. <laughs> Oof. So like, it's not like they've booked him so dominantly that it just feels right that he's going to be the guy to break the streak. So I gotta know then, what was your like five year out fantasy book? Who who five years down the line finally did break the streak for you? God, uh, I would, I would have to go back on the game facts forms and kind of remember. Fine, but I remember I I booked like he play he faces the Rock because that was that was probably the biggest star available that he had never fought for the streak. Part of really? part of how the streak got to be the way it is is because Undertaker never had that high profile of mats at WrestleMania until it became a thing, a thing. that like the, in the attitude era, when like Austin would have beat him or rock would have beat him. Like they his were WrestleMania matches other. were like Kane, the big boss man. He skipped uh. WrestleMania 2000 and triple H. So yeah. like easy dubs. He never fought Sean or Brett during the new generation. Oh, shit. uh, he never fought Hogan during those late years in the golden age. That's like fair. once, once it got to like Ric Flair and Randy Orton in like Oh three Oh four, it suddenly became like, Oh, Undertaker has a streak and it is a big deal. If he continues the streak. And at that yeah. point they started putting him up against bigger names from the era. But also now there was this cachet of like, it's now a thing. And so uh, of mm -hmm. course Undertaker wins anyway absolutely yeah that's fair um fascinating i i it's so wild to think about how that came about but anyway yeah so um so also while undertaker is entering they're talking about you know he's so dominant someone points out that like jbl has had matches against undertaker and jbl laughingly good-naturedly recalls the times the taker like absolutely just murderized him um mm -hmm. and uh it, it's it's funny too because so so taker's current get up is like it, 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 he's leaned more into like a cult taker for the mm. era um and he's got like this big fucking assassin's creed ass hood over his over yeah his head. so he kind of introduced that in 2012 as a way to also hide the fact that he has a shaved head now like that was a big reveal like that. 
in the build up to oh. in the build like in the build up to the match with Triple H the like the fir- the end of an era like he always came out in the hood and he didn't come out in his traditional like hat yeah. coat j- j- get up and then at the match at Mania he comes out in the hood and he takes his hood off and reveals that he has a shaved head instead of the longer hair and that was like a big deal but that's now kind of his like <laughs> so aesthetic weird. For the least these few years is like his, yeah. his hair is shaved into like a bo- a mohawk and he wears he wears the hood and stuff. Yes, I, I noticed I noticed just barely that even with the hood, uh, he he still like does the eyes rolling back thing uh, that the cameras barely capture between the hood and the extremely dark like in ring in ring lighting. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's like, Taker, maybe like with the hood and like, you know, with this whole setup you got going for this particular setup, you could like skip that whole eye roll thing. No, I have no, to do the full five minute man. bit every time. Yeah, but Mr. Taker, nobody can see you shut your stupid mouth unless you, unless you want to rest in, in peace. peace. Yeah, the one yeah. the one commentary note I did get here was that uh, Lawler is like Brock has never been in the ring with The Undertaker and Cole and JBL quickly add on at WrestleMania. That's right, King. That's that's it's, correct. That, yeah, <laughs> not quite. No, Lesnar and Undertaker have had matches before on paper. And also they were literally in the ring together a couple weeks ago for that fucking contract signing. Well, I don't think that's what they mean by that. But well, they, yeah, like, but the, the, they the, were physically in the yeah. ring together. They they had matches during Lesnar's original run when The Undertaker oh. was still the American badass. Oh, God. So, like, it is a lie to say that Brock Lesnar has never been in the ring with The Undertaker. I mean, to be fair, if you were in the ring with 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 Undertaker, the biker man, we really in the ring with the Undertaker. Philosophers have been puzzling this this for years. Um, yeah. yeah uh, so so Paul Heyman comes out to cut a promo on Taker, and I mean, it's Paul Heyman. The the mm-hmm. the the promo work here is phenomenal. He yeah. does he does so good at like you know fucking um playing the meek little weasel. When he does. He needs it's so to. crazy because he's like yeah. I. I apologize if my presence has disrupted your train of thought. Yeah, which is which is so funny because to keep in perspective, like Paul Heyman is a guy who will talk all that good shit, but as soon as it, as soon as like there's the possibility of him facing the consequences of his actions, he's always just like, "No, I'm just a little guy, I'm just an advocate. I'm I don't just a little guy. Sorry, oh, you hurt me, Mister yeah. Taker. But yeah." But as you know, sir, my name is Paul Heyman, and I am the advocate for your opponent at WrestleMania 30, Brock Lesnar. He doesn't even do like the Brock Lesnar. He doesn't even do the whole thing. Yeah, that's how you know something's going on. Yeah, Paul Heyman says the Undertaker preserves the greatest streak in sports, the greatest streak in entertainment, the greatest streak in sports entertainment. Thank you for that. And Heyman says that people throw just throw that number around 21 and 0, and it almost trivializes the accomplishment and Paul Heyman asks for permission to put that number in historical context. Uh, Mr. WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels never won two WrestleMania matches in a row. Mm -hmm. The game triple H won two in a row, but could never win three in a row. Hulk Hogan was able to get three in a row, but could never win four. 
Stone Cold, uh, I think it's Stone Cold Steve Austin never won three in a row. I wrote that wrong. Triple H and John Cena had both won four in a row, but never no, got no, no, five no, no, no. It was Cena and Austin. No, it was Cena and Austin. It are, was are Cena and Austin. Okay. Yeah. I, pretty, I, I, yeah. I didn't think Austin had wrestled enough matches at WrestleMania to get to four in a row, but no, maybe apparently, I'm wrong, apparently he's, he's, I mean, he's I mean, probably four for four, but. Think, think, I'm trying to think this out. Oh, yeah, he did get four in a row because it was Rock at WrestleMania 14. Uh, excuse me, Sean at WrestleMania 14, Rock at WrestleMania 15, Rock, uh, Rock at WrestleMania 17, Scott Hall at WrestleMania 18. That's his four. Scott Hall was his last WrestleMania before Kevin Owens? No, he, he lost to uh, Rock at WrestleMania 19. That's oh, gotcha. that's why he doesn't get to five. Okay, but, I gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah, so Cena and Austin are tied for the max streak behind Taker at four, also ahead of Hogan, which is, you know, based. Uh, this, is, and, and, this is also disrespectful to The Miz, who I think is like 4-0 at Mania at this point. Yeah, well, fuck The Miz. Who, who, who gives a shit about that guy? Um, fucking, I will say, I, I hate this, but as soon as, as soon as he was talking about, like, these Big Mac streaks at Mania, my first thought was, like, all right, where the fuck does Roman fit in with this nowadays? And I looked it up, and of, 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 of fucking course, Roman in the year of our Lord. Let me guess. Let me, is, let me try to is, guess it. Let me try to guess it. All right. Let me go through this myself. All right. So 29, the Shield won. 30 the shield won 31 he loses to brock so okay 32 he beats triple h 33 he beats undertaker 34 he loses to brock so still at two here i don't 35 34 i think he missed one no 34 is the other one in new orleans where oh okay roman have a really shitty match in the main event uh 35 he beats drew mcintyre 36 he skips Mm -hmm. 37 is when he beats uh he double he stacks and pins brought daniel bryan and edge Mm -hmm. 38 is when he beats brock to unify the belts 39 mm-hmm. he beats cody so right now he's at four he's tied with fucking cena and austin for that max streak and oh man he's probably gonna break it next year because fuck us am i right Ooh, uh, five more years five more years anyway all right so then he's like paul Heyman's like the biggest names in wwe history but you sir 21 consecutive victories in 21 wrestlemania matches and he only missed two wrestlemanias in that time so like 21 and 23 is pretty impressive not bad not bad at all. that is when a man becomes a myth it's when a myth becomes a legend it's when a legend becomes a deity of biblical proportions which is why i am asking you not to step into the ring with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 30. Paul Heyman explains that everyone needs something to worship, and after seeing it firsthand last year, he even worships the streak. But Brock Lesnar is the reality that will shatter the dream of 22 and 0. Yup. And Heyman admits that Brock will be stepping into the unknown here, but so will The Undertaker, and Undertaker and Brock is an unknown that will conquer the streak. Yeah, yeah. Here to yeah, he turns it all around. You yeah, know? absolutely. Heyman is just as good at whipping back, whipping right backs, talking that good shit again. Fucking yep. 
top tier promo. And and yeah, when he he, he says uh he says you'll be stepping into the ring with Brock. Oh, he brings the name thing back. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. No, he's, he's gone full back. Uh, Undertaker responds with a sick fucking line yes, of it's, the it's, fear it's, of death. I got the much greater than the death itself but fear of the unknown is the greatest fear of all yo why is everyone all hitting all these sick fucking lines tonight? it's fucking mania season we're all everyone's firing everyone's everyone's promo ability gets knocked up to five we're all we're all pipping and hopping he says he if he says if you're a client show brock lesnar shows up in new orleans at wrestlemania 30 he will rest in peace. And the audience hits it with him. Um, I love that fucking... Um, it, so so he hits that line and commentary goes... Um, I think I think it was... Um, I think it was JBL says... Um, oh, Heyman looks very uncomfortable, doesn't he? And I think Michael Cole responds with, wouldn't you be? And, and, and JBL just goes, yes. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh no, it's Lawler. Oh, it's Lawler says that. Lawler's the one that 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 does that says he would be very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes. So you. then we get another Lawler celebrate. Yeah, yeah, rock the whole night away. The Ray yeah, cute little nostalgia montage for for WrestleMania thirty. Yeah. Uh, I will say, as part of the fucking nostalgia montage, one of the random clips we get is one of. Andre like cartoonishly choking a backstage interviewer for yeah all right so WrestleMania four they have Bob Euchre a ba- a famous baseball announcer kind of doing uh, doing guest bits and during this bit he annoys Andre so Andre just starts like choking him and my man like he does like the eyes bug out and he's got like a grimace on his face like he, 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 as Andre's kidding. it was it was the most random because all the other clips are just like random like in-ring moments and shit and then we just have Andre fucking yeah. choking Bob Uecker. that's kind of Bob Uecker's <laughs> most iconic moment at Wrestlemania though that his plot he he had an arc at the at his like two manias oh, trying to bed fabulous moolah oh my god wait we watched this we did oh, watch I wrestlemania forgot. 3 where he tried to fuck moolah and he would continue yeah. his quest in wrestlemania 4 Ah, <laughs> uh, yes every man's a goal to fuck the fabulous moolah absolutely yeah um also uh what in the technical difficulties we yes get that i was like on- what the fuck there's this weird technical difficulty blackout and then they immediately replay those celebrate yeah yeah yeah, yeah who's gonna tell <laughs> who's gonna tell them that this one's scuffed on the network guys come on oof uh so then after after a second uh, rock the whole night away nostalgia montage uh yeah. we get dean ambrose we get announced that dean ambrose will face mark henry for the u.s title at, on main event and some AJ may say Lee, some may say it's time for the main event i think that we've had enough talk it's I think, time I think for, the, for main the main event, event. And then AJ Lee versus Natalia is set for the Divas title as well. Yeah, okay, sure. Um yeah. also so, so, so now it's time for uh, Rhodes versus, versus Shield. Shield. Yes, Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns in 2014. The jokes write themselves. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I refer match is fine. Got distracted on Twitter, to be honest. Um, yeah, uh, like, let's see. I mean, the match is good. I'm not going to say it's not. But also, I mean, it's the Rose Brothers versus the Shield. I've watched this plenty in 2014 yeah. by now. So, I like, mean, you've, it, you've, watched, you've watched a solid uh, two-fifths of this at WrestleMania this year. I We, we know what to expect. Yeah. Um, Fucking... I did love though, is that as we go like the commercial break, is so Goldust like does the does a big crossbody take out both Rollins and Reigns. Goldust throws them out of the ring. Both Rhodes has died to the outside onto them. And Ambrose is just like steaming mad. And he's like, oh, should I interfere? I want to do something. But if I do, I'll get, they'll get DQ'd. Like he is just he's... like, he is very conflicted. He's mad. He's like pacing. He doesn't know what to do. We have we have yet to get to the boy who just decides fuck it I'm gonna hurt everybody because it makes me happy. He has yet to unlock his most authentic self. Um, yeah. At one point, Roman like slams Cody's face down, I think into like the ring apron or something. And Cody, you can hear on mic, he goes, "Ah, my eye," and it said so non-performatively that I think it might be for shoot. <laughs> yeah, you might have just been like, "Oh my, ow, ah, my that eye," hurt. yeah. Um, uh, we get a spot where Roman bitch slaps Dustin and Dustin just again goes flying backwards. I, I love, I love me a good oversell. Yeah. One of my favorite things in a match. She, after the break, the shield is back in control of the match doing the numbers game. And then I wrote CM Punk champs. God damn. Yeah, they're doing so well CM behaved. They did so well behaved all night. And then suddenly I CM made, Punk champs. I made out. a joke about it earlier and then they fucking did it. Um, also, it, it still kills me to this day that wrestlers do not powder their fucking makeup. Because, like, we cut to Dustin in oh, the yeah, ring. His, his makeup, his hat is off his face. It's just fully degraded. Point. And it looks very disturbing to look at. Something about, about it, like, so degraded like that is that, please, guys, just learn to powder. It's not that hard. It'll set everything. Shit won't rub off. C- come on, guys. It's not that hard. Uh, um, they refused. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck you. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, we get a spot. I forget who this was on, but Roman's on the outside, and one of one of the Rhodes brothers. It's gold. Yeah, I think it was one of the one of the Rhodes brothers is like you know kind of on the apron, kind of stuck between the ropes, and Roman does a flying kick that was actually pretty fucking the drive simple, like, by one of Roman's yeah. coolest moves. Yeah, it's actually really shit. Yeah. Uh, it's really fucking cool. Uh, um, yeah, no, I just generally, you know, paramilitants beating up an old man is a weird genre of match, but you know, all out because most of this match is just poor Dustin getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, by the shield. um, Mill commentary buries the fuck out of Dean Ambrose's U.S. title reign and how he never defends the belt. And like Jay Cole, Michael Cole manages to somehow be the guy defending Ambrose here because he's like, well, guys, I mean, Ambrose isn't the one who makes the matches around here. And he is like, the longest, apparently, is currently the longest running champion in the company in 2014 of, of all the current. Yeah. That was, and he's yeah, still wanting to eat all the fucking pins for the shield. He's not even technically in this match. And I'm sure he'll find a way to eat the fucking pin for it. Ooh, yeah. Ow, so. Owie. Yeah, hot tag to Cody. Adrenaline is in his soul. Which Cody was going feral for this. Adrenaline truly was in his soul. Cody hits Seth Rollins with a muscle buster. I was like, what? Yo. You Dude, know, Samoa oh Joe God. isn't here. No, you don't, you don't get to do that. 
Well, yes, he does. The, the sick combo, I think it was, yeah, he does the fucking mu- muscle buster on Seth. Um, he jumps to the ropes and then jumps from the ropes to drop kick Roman off the apron, which mm-hmm. was so fucking sick. Yeah. Um, and so, so Cody, so Cody's the legal man in the match, and I'm just here like tagging Roman, you fucking cowards. Do it. Give it to nope, me. They never Roman's really did it. it no, Roman instead. Goldust tries to like get involved. Roman spears the shit out of Goldust. And yeah, then Cody goes for the crossroads. Seth gets out of it. Cody tries to go for the disaster kick. Rollins catches him midair. Buckle turnbuckle bomb into the curb stomp for the win. Yeah. Seth Rollins finally beating Cody Rhodes. Cody will beat him like four times in a row in a decade. It's yeah, crazy. absolutely. That's what we call comeuppance, kid. That's truly finishing the story. Yeah. Um, but fucking, the shield uh, now that they don't have that dead weight Ambrose win a match. Yeah, no, the shield gets the dub and they'll never have any personal problems again. Yep. So then we the WWE Slam of the Week is Natalia making AJ Lee tap out on SmackDown, which is why she's getting a title match on May. Oh event. shit. That's contendership, baby. So um, then our fifth match of the show is the Bella Twins versus AJ Lee and Tamina. I Maddie keep is the Bellas are like faces right now. Yeah, I just yeah, p- imagine them as like forever heels. They just feel like heels because they're good at that. But yeah, they're yeah. baby faces right now. Um, but Natalia is on commentary. Apparently, it's already time for season two of Total Divas. Uh, fantastic. Oh, that was fantastic. Uh, uh, gonna quickly look up. They mentioned that Summer Ray has joined the cast of Total Divas in season two. So I want to go ahead and quickly look up the cast of season two so that we know is uh okay is that uh from season one jojo has uh left the show uh jojo with along with eva marie were kind of two of these like new they were trying to like absolute rookies trying to show their journey getting into wrestling but jojo kind of never took to wrestling this as Eva Marie didn't really take the wrestling either, but she Ooh. kept trying to wrestle. Jojo kind of gave up on it. She came, became a ring announcer for WWE. Oh, well, and that's kind nice. of most interestingly is she's married to uh, Bray Wyatt. As, oh, uh, as far as I'm aware. Well, that's the, uh, oh my, Bray yeah, Wyatt. They're, they're engaged. They have two kids together. How about that? Bray Wyatt on Total Divas. Can you imagine yeah, the the timeline does not work out that that ever happened, but we can imagine what it would have been. Bro, just if fucking swamp called her like Divas. fiend shenanigans on yeah, Divas. Yeah, she was replaced by Summer Rae. Otherwise, the main cast remained the same. You know, it's the Bellas, the Funkadactyls, Natalia, Eva Marie, and now That's Summer Rae. That's cute. Sure. And yes, Total D was a popular show, so Bellas get to be the faces now, right now. Sure. Um, sure. Uh, I also didn't realize that, like, Tamina had been around for, like, this long that she's yeah, she, 2014. God, she was started, she started in, like, 2011, I think? 2010 wow. Or 2011. Dude, back, she and Natalia she's been here, are, She's like, been here long enough that Jimmy Snook, it was still cool for her to go by Tamina Snooka, and we were all good fair. on that. I, I I mean I I guess we had talked about her previously, but like it wasn't until I've like you know been playing 2K recently and very much leaned on Tamina as one of the few heel giants in GM mode, uh, yeah, or, or one of the few female giants in GM mode, just in general, um, which which is 
come, which is very nice for me. So I'm like, oh wait, it's her. Holy shit, she's been around a her and fucking Natalia, man. The true like yeah, and Natalia came in in 2010, I think, as part of when they had the New Heart Foundation with Tyson Kidd and uh, Harry Smith, the son of Davy Boy Smith. Oh shit! Yeah, Uh, they had like a New Heart Foundation gimmick, and uh, Natalia came in with them on that, and then yeah, she's still been around. Yeah, no, that's actually, like, it's wild how, like, the two of them are, like, the fucking, like, because I don't know, like, women that have been around longer in the division. It might be the two of them. It's just them. You know, you used to have Alicia Fox was, came in in 2008, and she lasted well into the 2020s, but she's gone now. So that was, she was, she used to be, like, yeah, she's still here uh, of the women's division. but not anymore. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Tamina, you know, these days Tamina is very, very bad. Uh, but I, you know, most people would try to argue that Tamina has always been this shit and I would disagree. I I think she's all right. At this point, she hasn't gotten old mobile yet. She's still good. She helps put on a perfectly fucking fine match here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the match wasn't anything special. It was fine. Uh, shout out to um fucking robbie who who uh came to watch this part with me my my viewing and note-taking experience always gets enhanced when he just kind of randomly pops into my viewing sessions out in the living room um Mm. so while this perfectly fine match was going on um robbie fucking started talking to me about um just out of the blue without any context of like really what era i was in about like a video he watched on like cesaro's um uh like career trajectory and it just so happened to be cesaro's like storyline trajectory after he broke up with the true americans uh yeah apparently like so he breaks up with the true americans and the where he goes from here is i guess becoming a paul Heyman guy except he's really just there to be window dressing while paul Heyman teases brock lesnar's return yes, after brock lesnar goes on yes, a hiatus everyone hated it we all, Oof. everyone got super excited at the thought of like Paul Heyman and Cesaro teaming together. Holy shit. And then, yeah, he is there just so Paul Heyman has an excuse to be on TV every week and remind everybody that Brock Lesnar broke the streak. Back. Yes. Um, yeah, which is like, holy shit. He gets nothing. For, Cesaro gets absolutely nothing from it. And it, it hampers his career trajectory for a long time until he kind of hooks up with Sheamus as, as the bar in the tag as oh. a tag team well shit that's unfortunate well, i guess he, yeah. has a pretty, he, has a, he has a good tag team with tyson kid but like it never goes that much higher cesar the bar with sheamus is like his next big career moment i think that's fair um but anyway so yeah so that was kind of a fun little side bit but uh nikki ends up getting the pin on aj and you know yeah smart that's the storytelling big, that's, here because they're trying to drive deal. home this whole like trying to drive home this whole like AJ is nothing without Tamina to like back her up. And since Tamina wasn't able to pull off really shenanigans, longest reigning divas champion ever. And to again, emphasize that. Yeah. No, she's a, she's, she's a useless bitch who needs her bodyguard to, to, to do anything effectively. Nikki, Nikki hits the rack attack. They don't call it that yet. Uh, still, yes. I, don't, I, I forget when they started calling. Maybe they didn't start calling that until 2016. I did explain to Robbie how you've split. come to be able to differentiate the bells, and he's like, Yeah, you know what? I, I feel that. 
Hey, I mean, if you want the the less objectifying answer to this, also at this point, Nikki and Brie wear different outfits. Brie still wears like full pants, tights. Nikki yeah. wrestles in shorts now. Yeah, and the Usos have their their face paint on different sides of their face. This does not mean I, I'm able to reliably tell them apart. Yeah, I just have to be able to look at their faces, which is not easy in motion. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, fucking holy cross promotion, Batman. Um, we you get a sneak peek of NCIS Los Angeles, and you can bet I didn't watch it. Um, yeah, and uh, Chris O'Donnell of fucking Joel Schumacher Batman movies as Robin fame is is on yeah. the show. He's starring uh, with LL Cool J. With LL Cool J. Yeah, so we get a we get a we get a promo clip of them, and they're like trying to like break into a motel room for an investigation. But oh no, the motel room is booby trapped and like they hear the click and they quickly close the door as the fucking windows explode and bullshit they're dead but you know whatever whatever um, whatever uh so we get fucking I'm more Renee concerned Young. about somebody rigging up a fucking motel room to explode in the middle of the day yeah i just i see that and i'm like bullshit they're dead and robbie goes no they're not it doesn't go explosions don't go through walls just windows obviously yeah. the walls protected <laughs> uh, them the walls protected them. That's how it works. That's just science. Yeah. Um, so they're they're also ringside for the, they're at the ringside. show, and Renee goes to interview him to talk about NCIS Los Angeles. I don't care about Hello, that. Hello, Cool J is very enthusiastic. Man. Yeah, but He's Renee so is like, if you could have anyone on the show, like, be on NCIS Los Angeles, who would you have? And Chris O'Donnell's like, I got to go with John Cena, and LL Cool J picks The Undertaker. And then he, and then also LL Cool J goes like, "Hey, you got the belts? We got a couple of missions we'd like to put them on." Oh my gross. god, I fucking miss that. God damn it! I was like, uh, gross. also, so what what I got said Chris O'Donnell says he's picking up ideas for like action moves on the show from Raw. Oh yeah, I can't wait to watch Chris O'Donnell put a perp through a fucking like suplex or something. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely incredible. It's gonna turn so to the we... camera and wink. We get another um, ad for the revolutionary WWE Network. Well, okay, before before that, uh, one, one more thing I want to point out on commentary. Someone says, uh, we're still waiting on that apology from Daniel Bryan. You think we're going to get it? And someone else just goes, no. And <laughs> just they move on. Um, All right, great. Yes, the revolutionary WWE Network launch. Okay, don't jack yourselves off too hard. And I made, I made a comment like that out loud. And Robbie goes, I mean, maybe it's revolutionary. What year was this? 2014 yeah that's not revolutionary <laughs> no uh the best part is they they quote from bill simmons uh, who who and he and one of the quotes from a bill simmons article he wrote simping for the network is it feels like i'm stealing I'm money stealing from money vince from mcmahon and i was actually, like hell wait. yeah brother actually wait i am stealing money from vince mcmahon that is unironically the rest of the quote and hilarious um outstanding we had a replay um, of the bray cena segment and then daniel bryan is here yes uh oh oh um uh we we cut to before the before the daniel bryan segment officially starts we cut the commentary again and i pointed out lawler's ugly ass champagne tux t-shirt cardigan to robbie and he now he wants one pain of course kill me all right the the yes movement is live here tonight in memphis yes uh, daniel bryan he mentioned earlier that stephanie came out and apologized he even does finger quotes um 
he asked the crowd if they felt that was sincere. And then they're like, boom, no. no. Like, yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> no, 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 no. So Daniel Bryan, I wrote this quote because I thought it was a really good one. You see, the authority wants to scare me into falling in line. They want to scare me to apologize for something I should have done a long time ago, which is kick Triple H in the face. You see, Hunter, you can't have it both ways. If you want to be corporate and come out in your suit and tie, that's fine. But if you want to put your hands on me, send people down here to beat me up, if you want to pedigree me, if you want to get in my face and you expect me to back down, I am going to fight. And if you want me to apologize for standing up for myself, I ain't got two words for you. I got one. Robin no. says, to, 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 well, so, so he goes, I ain't got two words for you. I have one. Robbie says, go fuck yourself. Daniel Bryan says, no. And Robbie goes, aw. Uh-huh. No. I also go, Robbie, that's not one word. That's three. And he goes, yes, I know. Um, Daniel uh, Bryan says it ends here tonight because we are all tired of you. You're not listening to me. You're not listening to these people. You're not listening to any of us. Daniel says tonight, the yes movement is in full effect and they are going to occupy Occupy Raw. Raw. Oh my God. What the fuck? It's so topical. It is Occupy Wall Street bedtime, motherfucker. Yeah. What the fuck? So, so... Uh, and he goes, I know, and I know, it's unlawful, it's dangerous, think, it's, it's subject, subject to prosecution. prosecution. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fucking risking legal trouble so you can get on, you can get on the main event of Mania. Outstanding. So, Daniel Bryan, he just keeps talking, and the ring is filling up with fans in yes movement shirts yes and, and from what i glean actual fucking fans they I, got I, i'm pretty sure those were plants uh they, i they... don't know like the way some of them were because there were like fucking kids in there there were kids in that mix there was a fucking old dude who was like right next to daniel bryan for most of the rest of the promo and at one point you just see him grab his phone and just slowly lift it up to like click a picture of daniel bryan and put hey. it back down <laughs> I don't know. It either, felt pretty legit to me. Either way, after we come back from commercial, the ring and the entire ringside yes. area is filled to the brim with people in yes. Now they were they were probably pre-selected, but I wouldn't be surprised if they got like actual people who were attending the show that night. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, um and they all have the exact same yes movement shirt. It's the one Austin has on his wall behind him. Um, it's a fucking it's a fucking swarm of yes shirts. And I I didn't realize that on top of like the writers' room putting their fetishes on the show, Vince just also sometimes put his insane nightmares in the show. Um, but here we are. Um, dreamed of this one night. Vince a, woke up in a cold sweat and realized he's got to ride it into the show. That's brilliant. Yeah. Um, uh, so the authority, of course, comes out and they're like, "What?" Well, the JBL fuck? is out. JBL is demanding somebody shows up to arrest these all these people. Yes. JBL not, not a su- stop. JBL not a supporter of the First Amendment. You heard it here first. Oh, you heard it here first, folks. What libertarian who get the fuck out of here? So um, the authority comes out, big no chance. Triple H tries to do his smirkity smirk downplay shit. 
Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I'm sure all the dirty hippies and trolls that live under the bridge with you, Daniel, are happy for you. I, I, he says that as we like distinctly see a fucking dude like with a marine uniform under his yes movement shirt or like an army uniform or something ah yes the dirtiest of all the hippies of course yeah so triple h is like you have 30 seconds to leave the ring before i call security and you all get arrested they're just chanting no 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 triple h is like egging them on to keep going he, he yells at his he says, dude in the he, front row apparently He's, he, he says, get it out of your system. Is that all you got? As like this giant swarm of fans is staring him in the face. And I'm just going, bum rush him. Bum rush bum him. Rush him. Bum rush bum him. Rush they him. Don't. Bum rush no. him. Terrible, so Triple H makes fun of him for not being able to chant the whole way through. And he calls security. And Daniel Bryan is like, hey, I mean, I got an idea for you, Triple H. What if instead... We all leave and go to the parking lot. We'll set up our own ring and Raw can continue in an arena full of empty chairs. I feel like Daniel Bryan could legitimately get most, if not all in of those fans. In 2014, I think he could have pulled it off. I, I think, think 2014, he Daniel could have pulled that off. He's got that kind of clout. That would have been insane if they did something like that. That would have so, been awesome. Triple H calls security and two guys show up. Apparently two guys who look fucking available. identical to each other, by the way. They Apparently just look like, this is all the security that's available to them right now. Yeah, where the fuck are all the black shirt jobbers? Come on now. Yeah, did they not call the local Memphis Indies to get some security guards for the night? Nah, fuck you. Those fucking dirty Memphis wrestlers. We don't. We don't want him in the WWE. So Daniel Bryan makes fun of it. If there's only two guys, you're like, "Come on, guys, come on!" All two of you. All two of you. And And the fucking the the security clones walk down to the ring, see the giant mass of people, look at each other, shake their heads, and walk back up the ramp. (laughs) And Triple H is like, "No." Stephanie's fucking pissed. He's like, "All of you." All of you are being manipulated by Daniel Bryan, but you're too blind to see it. You're wrapped up in this power trip. Irony. Um, mm-hmm. But Beautiful. Stephanie is like, this is not, this is your, this is not real power. He is leading you astray. And they're like, do you think Daniel Bryan is worth it? And they just you think you think at this point the the authority would have learned better than to stop asking the crowd yes or no questions where Daniel Bryan is concerned. No, the authority's too dumb for that. Yeah, Uh, Daniel Bryan pipes in. This is the problem. People like you underestimate the power of these people. Last week you said you own these this ring. You own these people. You don't own any of us. We own this ring. Comrade Brian, once again out here saying that this is our raw comrades science. <laughs> and Triple H is like, he gets the mic. He says, this ends now. Next match is starting. Hit the ring. Let's go. Get somebody out thing. here. Well, doing nothing else to, to get rid of the crowd. He just kind of walks backstage and oh, oh man. The the oh, boy who cannot yeah. catch a break, oh, Damien fucking yeah. Sandow. It's Damien Sandow. Yeah. The, nobody the, is leaving the ring at all. They're like, they're backstage in the, in the, in the, in the writer's room. They're like, all right, what chump can we get to be the person who just doesn't get a match tonight because of Occupy Raw? Damien Sando walks that's, by that's and the best like one to, good naturely waves at the writer's room and they all kind of look at each other. Perfect. Uh, 
My yeah, man so cannot catch a break. Damien is just looking at the ring. Daniel's like, come on, Damien, get in here. Join the yes movement. Come on. He looks he and, looks tempted too. I was like, oh shit, are we getting face turned Damien? No, nah, like, Damien yes Sandow decides to leave and Triple H and Stephanie come out to yell at him, be like, get in there. And Daniel Sandow's like, no way, man. I'm nah, fuck you. <laughs> and Dan Stephanie is like, how dare you disrespect my family name, my great grandfather, my grandfather. This when this, this company belongs to me. This is all mine. I do own you. Get out. I said, get out. <laughs> And and uh, I forget I forget exactly what it is, but she also then starts talking about how it's disrespectful to Triple H. Uh, my husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel was just like, no, we're not leaving. We are not leaving until we get what we want. And Hunter, you know exactly what we want. Daniel yes. was like, I like to let you like to lay out ultimatums. I'll lay out one too. The you guys aren't getting your show back until we get what we want. Yes, Daniel Bryan uh, uses this power of Occupy Raw to lay out some fucking uh, uh, leverage for 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 demands. Uh, one point of kayfabe: How the fuck is Daniel Bryan not uber mega super fired for this? Because we know historically, out of kayfabe, what happens when a wrestler like sticks up a member of the authority for some kind of like ultimatum. And the authority is forced to capitulate. We know what the punchline is. How is Daniel Bryan not all of the fired for this as soon as he gets backstage? I think I think the story is supposed to be that like Triple H is so spiteful about it. He's like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I, I can't fire him. I gotta kick his ass. So that's fair. We gotta keep him here and kick his ass. Sure. And so uh, Triple H, he he's like, you know, one of the truth, Daniel, I actually like you. I uh, actually saw something in you. So you know what I I did? I took upon myself to try and protect you from everything that would happen when you became successful. He I I he's like, I was standing up for you, Daniel, at SummerSlam. And I won't fight you, Daniel, at WrestleMania for your own good. Because if I do, I won't stop until I put an end to all of this. That's how I operate. So you want to fight at WrestleMania? Then be careful what you wish for. You're on. Now shut up and get out of my ring. And Daniel Bryan is like, oh, no, no, no. I still got the leverage here. And I so have I'm all get the cards. More. Yes. Fucking Daniel Bryan is then like, actually, no, I misspoke earlier. You little shit. Um, Daniel Bryan, I... the greatest protester that we have seen in decades. Literally, that man should that man should lead all of us into glorious revolution. Truly, we, um, the the police would have been defunded if Daniel Bryan wasn't true. Daniel Bryan just leads a bunch of people going yes, 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 down yes, yes, and everyone and all and every authority figure watching just crumbles to their knees as you of do. Course. Um, yes, no, he misspoke a little bit earlier little bit. when That's he said exactly he wanted. Really yes, when he said he wanted Triple H at WrestleMania. It's not exactly everything he wants. No, he wants a stipulation that if he if he faces uh, and beats Triple H at Mania, he then gets added to the main event so that it is Batista versus Randy Orton 
versus Daniel Bryan, and the crowd loses its fucking mind. Yeah, and Triple H been, he's, he's, just he's takes for the so bait. Long to know, like, how did we get? How did we get from point A to point B on this? Yes, because we already and, know the ending to this story, but we we have yet to learn, like, how did Bryan actually get to Mania? Yes, and this is how, and I have to say, the probably the most metal way they could have given it to him. First of all, the Occupy mm. Raw thing, goofy as it is, is also kind of fucking awesome and brilliant. It is sick! And what better way to completely, like, put Daniel Bryan the fuck over and placate the fans than to let him beat triple h and then the same night because we're not at two night manias yet and no. then in the same night go and beat both batista and randy orton like that is it's brilliant it's we're gonna we'll, be, we'll, we'll talk more about that in a few in a few uh couple months when we get to mania 30 yes but, but yeah still, brilliant so, triple h has blown his gasket i think he pop, he probably popped a vein uh yeah. he's taking his jacket off Security has to hold him back from just rushing the ring and killing Yeah, the two fucking security guys who were doing jack shit for Occupy Raw all of a sudden are, like, stopping him from yeah, bum-rushing like, them as they slowly like, score backstage. You, he's, he's jumping, you, he's screaming. You want it? You get all of it! And I'm he's gonna end this at WrestleMania! You bet your ass! Ah, fucking foaming at the mouth, you know. He's gone completely um, feral. It's time for pissed. a... A WWE fun fact. Um, did you know, Austin, that if you watch WWE content in an extremely weird, broken up way, it'll take you a long ass time to watch it all? Yeah, did you, you know have, that, Austin? An hour of WWE Network content every day. It will take you three and a half years to get through the uh, the content currently on the network. That's such a random fucking like way of saying it. Like what the. <laughs> That's so weird. If you just watch one hour, just just only just stop your shows in the middle. Just so you can yeah, no, not it's not like WWE has a bunch of shows that last an hour. Most of them are at least two. Yes. So like you can just say like you have over a thousand hours of content on the network, but no, you had to phrase it like that. Yeah. So in the ring, Jerry Lawler is here to announce the results of the match stipulation poll. Two out of and three, false. Two out of three, false. It's 67% of, of the false. vote, Memphis wins. The Memphis Fuck you! I think the uh, two out of three falls got like 9%. I know. Fuck all of you. You you are all you are all lame. Where's your sense of adventure? No. Okay. So um, we for the see sake of for the sake of my effort, I skip this match entirely because it's a SmackDown feud. I don't care about. So David, take it away. Oh boy. I mean, this is my show now, baby. Um. Yes. So we get an entire drum kit being set up at ringside for this match, and I'm like, well, that's fucking insane. Uh, at this point, let's just set up an entire live fans worth of uh weapons uh and oh would you look at that all around the rest of the ring are a shitload of guitars so you know what fair um all right where's he slater when you need him am i right um because <laughs> hey. isn't he the like fucking i'm in a band guy isn't that yeah thing? him drew mcintyre and jinder mahal the three-man band uh yes absolutely um so um uh 
while while we're watching this whole setup and the match gets started up, I actually do. Uh, I have an academic inquiry for you from Robbie Austin. Okay. Uh, a- according to Austin's first law, if arena crew are the ones to bring out the table or the table-like object, uh, will the arena crew be the ones to go through it? According no, to the first arena, law. arena crew are exempt from the first law. That's wrestling. I only. see. They exist outside of, of, of normal physics. I understand. Yes. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see. What are what are the notes? I I mean, it's it's an insane match. I I just just to be clear, checking in on the give a shit o meter. Uh, I still do not care about this feud. That said. This match is a little bit cooler than than the one we watched last time. I, I guess, yeah, I, I, I can't. Uh, we get a we get a pretty sick uh, DDT by Christian from the stage to the floor at one point that fucks both of them up. That was pretty sick. Yeah. Um, uh, it's so at one point, um, Christian like goes to the goes to ringside and like grabs out a kendo stick. And as a joke, I called it a Singapore king. So I'm like, oh, you know, the ECW meme. I just did it for my own amusement. And then fucking JBL unironically calls it a Singapore cane on commentary. God damn it. JBL, we're not in Philadelphia. You can't call us that. <laughs> Of okay, but let's be real. Of all the people that would still call the fucking Singapore cane, it would be JBL. Um, JBL likes the idea of caning. He likes the idea of caning, and he likes the idea of of uh, the Orient. Um. Uh. Yes. Let's see. Um. Oh, J. So JBL is still very obsessive. He's he's still again hater of the First Amendment. John Bradshaw Layfield. Um. Is very salty about the protest that just occurred on raw and so he starts talking about how could this have happened who could have let such a thing uh occur and um he he starts really blaming lawler because he's like ah you're the memphis boy you've got connections this must have been you and then he he's like who was in cahoots that let this happen nice no more cahoots I i started getting war flashbacks um not cahoots. Uh, yeah, uh, Christian's in control for, like, a decent amount of this match. Like, Sheamus definitely gets his hope spots, but Christian's in control for a lot of it. But the way I put it, Chris, Sheamus kind of gets his own Hulk-up spot, which I can only imagine. Um, you, know, you know how, like, you know, in spy movies, people have, like, their fucking fake tooth that's filled with cyanide and they'll activate it? Um, sure. I just imagine Sheamus has that, but for Irish whiskey, and that's what allows him to Hulk up. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. Just, just makes sense to me. Um, let's see. So, so he starts hulking up, and he really gets control of the match bag. Uh, JBL in a rare dub points out both of Lawler's failed mayoral runs uh, in Memphis nice. during this fight. You love to see it. Um, uh, Sheamus gets Christian against the ropes. Uh, so he does this thing. Uh, Sheamus has a move where he will push you kind of belly your belly against the ropes and he'll kind of come wrap his arms around you and start fucking wailing on your chest from behind yes, the beats and of the bowery the 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 beats of the bowerin uh jbl uh, it's either jbl or cole says that seamus calls this the 10 beats of the bowerin except that he hits christian a a, a very a, a distinct 17 times so yeah, not the- it's been a long time since seamus only hit 10 because that moves super over so he'll just keep hitting it and let the crowd keep counting i just love i just love when wrestlers stop at random numbers that are not cleanly divisible by five they'll just be like 17 hits yeah why not 
I got tired. I'm done. I got tired. I I, I got three more in me to hit 20. No, fuck you. Um, so, so Seamus is kicking Christian's little ass left, right, and center. Um, he gets out a bunch of he gets out a bunch of chairs from under the ring and tosses them in. Um, and the, and then he grabs for the bass drum from the drum kit. Let's go. Uh, this is about when guitars. I got back into the match here. So I did yes. pick up the commentary of uh, one of the, I assume Jerry Lawler said something stupid here, named the wrong beetle to make a reference to. Oh, Ringo Starr, I think. Yeah, he, he I think right I think beetle? one I think yeah, Ringo's the right beat is the Beatle who's the drummer, but I think one of the commentaries said George Harrison because they're Oh, stupid. that's funny. I missed that. I just remember because they just name, make fun of they make fun of the beat. They make fun of that the entire rest of the match. Yeah, I was gonna say they 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 bring it up again fucking later. Uh, and it was so weird. Um oh I, I do want to point out that like the guitars at ringside, Christian used like an acoustic guitar to like smash over Seamus's head. All the electric guitars were uh went went rather untouched, shockingly. Um, weird. Yeah, you who wonder why. Hmm, wonder what's different between that and an acoustic that might might make you want to avoid that for attacking somebody. Um but um so so Seamus grabs for the bass drum and I'm getting hype. Uh, this has been Chekhov's drum kit for me. I've I'm or uh, I've been waiting, all right. Um fucking um so Seamus gets all this stuff in the ring, but then Kristen kind of dicks on Seamus to to get control back again. Um so Kristen gets Seamus down, stacks two chairs on top of him. Fucking frog splashes on top of Seamus with the two chairs sandwiched between them. Uh, kind of hurts both of them, but you know, Christian gets up. First Whatever. It's it's a known fact of science that when you're the one doing the attack, it just hurts you less. Um, yeah, that's how physics works. Correct. That's how physics works. No, it's true. Um, and and then he goes to grab the drum. So he kind of gets in the corner. He grabs the drum, and it looks like he's I don't know gonna like wham Seamus in the head with it. So he waits for Seamus to get up. He starts running at him, and Seamus fucking big boots Christian through the drum to the head. Straight up breaks through the bass drum. Which, I gotta give props, that's a kind of small target to hit at. That spot could have gone so wrong. Yeah, that got his legs low, stuck. Low, he low, landed. low for error to, to, do, to hit that move right. Yeah, he landed it. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then he gets the pin one two three fuck you. Um, yep. And and Michael Cole thinks he's really funny because he says that Seamus indeed marches to the beat of a different drum. Th- thank you, Cole. I also made note of that. Wop wop. And and then and then and then Cole thinks he's doubly funny because with the fucking Beatles reference made earlier, uh, he goes after that. Christian seeing yellow submarines. Really, Cole. If I have to give him credit for anything, is that Yellow Submarines is actually one of the songs Ringo sings. So, you know. Well, yes. But still, it was yep. so fucking forced. God damn it. it yeah, because seeing Yellow also, Submarines is not a phrase. Also, shouldn't we be making Elvis references? If anything? Yeah, we're in Memphis. Surprisingly little Elvis references here. Just Yeah. Uh, like you, you think you would hear like that's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, and go, can't go. And Seamus got the pin. Like, come on, yeah. The, 
there, there are so many options. You're here. you're thinking you're being more clever than they are, so that's on you, really. Well, yeah, because I know where the fuck we are. I thought they would have been too. It's like third grader to whatever. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, so we get another. Hey, boomers! Here's how you use technolo- the technology tutorial for boomers. Yes, the uh, the 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 WWE equivalent of your grandson coming over and teaching you how the fuck to use your iPad. Um, yeah, pretty much. And, and and I love this too because for a lot of these, we've been getting like these really slick like screen grab segments. No, they uh, just they just film JBL on his fucking computer using yeah, a yeah. They bra- just shoot over browser. his shoulder and then go over to Lawler to like film on his iPad or whatever. Um, I oh I forgot I I wasn't paying attention I remember one of these raws where they're like show JBL screen I don't think this is it but I just remember this is a thing that happened is during one of these film overs where they just like point a camera at their computer screen they one time they caught JBL had a browser open that was looking for porn Like he just no had a fucking browser that was a Google search for porn, <laughs> and they caught it on camera. That's so blatant. I almost feel like that had to have been on purpose on JBL's part. He's like, I'm, I'm just so fucking tired of them shooting over my shoulder, so I'm gonna fuck with them a little bit. Yeah, I, I can see him doing that on purpose. Dude, I, I oh, remember no. that app. I remember that happening. And that was a fun <laughs> time on the internet for a bit. That's so oh my god i hope we get to see that because that's so fucking good (laughs) he just had porn typed in on google the most boomer ass jbl ass way to look for porn no no it's it's, it's not bad but like maybe i don't remember the exact search but it was a search that like people could like if you replicate you know what you're looking for you know what he's looking for (laughs) large texan asses Well, gee, right. wonder what that means. Um, I want to point out too. So, so once we cut over to like Lawler's screen, um, so Lawler's kind of showing us all the options of shit you have to watch on the network, and he names off. He's like naming. He, he's scrolling through like the the section that's just like you know all the broad shows you can click on. Like here's Raw, here's SmackDown. There was there was a show that was like of weird letter t and then the wwe logo next to it i'm like what the fuck show is that and i was like oh lawler's naming everything off i guess he'll just explain it and then he just skips saying what that one is i'm like i guess lawler also doesn't know what the fuck tw is i don't remember I don't it's, know what that, I don't, that's not, I'd have to see the logo again. I was, I, you know, oh I, God. You know, uh, I, zoned, I, really zoned out like, during, I zoned out during the technology tutorial. So I didn't really pay attention to what let's was on the see, screen. What is WWE TW? What the fuck? What the fuck is TW? Um, uh, no, I, I just get, I just get fucking Twitter when I do that. Um, I don't know. I'll show it to you later, but it's like, it's like a really like, thin wispy kind of edgy looking letter t and then just the wwe logo and slightly smaller print next to it um i have no idea what the fuck that was and apparently neither did jerry jerry lawler um so maybe if i google WWE network content it'll come up for me because that doesn't sound like anything that that sounds like it would have been an original show i would think no let me Uh, see here what is it was it probably Maybe it was Total Divas. It could have been This Week in WWE, though that doesn't quite sound right. Let's see. Um, this Week in WWE. Let me let me see if uh, that logo looks right, um, if I can find it. Um, 
this week, this week, this week. Um, this looks like an old logo. Um, okay. This is the week in WWE logo. Um, oh, was it table uh, for three? Let's let me find out. Um, or oh, that was a relatively original show they were pushing for a while. No, I don't. I don't think so. That the the logo looks very different. Um, okay, let's see. There's the Monday Night War, though I doubt that. The WWE list that might have been it. Uh, the WWE list. No, that's not. It's not Total Divas. Um, WWE list. God, I I I feel like I fucking I I'm desperate to know what this shit is. Oh my god. Um, uh, was I don't, it, it wouldn't have been Tuesday Night Titans, would it? No, it definitely was not okay. Tuesday Night Titans. That okay. was because because it, it was the WWE logo, like it okay. was the modern with just a really wispy blue T to the left of it. I do, I like, I don't know. Okay, we'll figure it. We'll figure well, it. That's out. A, it's a later problem, but yeah. Uh, so, but it felt good to know that I also wasn't that that Jerry Lawler was also clueless about this. Nice. Yeah. Um, I, I have to say, Lawler, hmm, God damn it, makes an actually funny joke that that watching JBL matches is a cure for insomnia. That's true. I've I watched enough of them to know. Um, Russian, um, Russian, Russian, Russian. Oh, not yet. Not yet. Is is Brad Maddox? We have the Brad Maddox bit with Batista. And oh. Randy Orton comes in and is like, where's the Hunter and Stephanie? And Brad Maddox is like, well, they left the building. And so they made they wanted me to make sure you guys know that to put aside your differences and take care of the big show and Daniel Bryan tonight. And Orton's like, well, you know, for, for the best, for what's best for business, for the authority, I'll do it if you will. I Batista love what just a leaves. simp Randy Orton has become. Um, and Batista just leaves without any words. Doesn't do yep. that. Uh, this is and a then, totally yes. stable duo. And yet, yeah, I've already forgotten what she said. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just all Russian. The only Russian. thing I caught was, now, America, rise. And Rusev comes out. Yes, rise. For it's literally just the exact same promo it's same as when... Bit. It's the exact the same metal. thing. Who who needs matches to get over when you can just cut scary foreign language promos? Yeah, no. I, I, now America, rise for the man invading WWE. Invading WWE by having a legal job within the company. <laughs> the Bulgarian brute, the super athlete, Alexander Rusev. And Robbie goes, wait, is that Miro? And I say, yes, yes that it is Miro. Is. And then Rusev presumably does a promo in Bulgaria, and I don't fucking know. I assume so. And then we get a recap from Cole of what happened earlier when Hulkamana, uh, Hulkamana was running wild. Hulkamana? Uh, He says it wrong, and then he's like, Hulkamania, sorry. That's funny. We get a recap of Hogan announcing the Andre mask. Then we get the Wyatts backstage in the dark. Yes. Harper's like you made a big mistake, John. It's it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the Reaper. And then Bray Wyatt, he's 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 looking. He's he's not of this world, John. And it was a euphoric experience seeing him standing out there next to the immortal Hulk Hogan. It was almost like looking into his future. Do you see yourself in him, John? Two men out there so self-absorbed that they refuse to just let it go. Oof. Irony. Uh, do you see yourself in me? 
I know it would take a lot for you to admit that you're every bit the monster that I am. Based. You're underestimating me. And that's the most foolish thing you'll ever do. I have a thousand faces and a million names. I just want to say, I just want to say real quick, I have a thousand faces and a million names. Considering the trajectory of his character, I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's, and he, and he will eventually show us them all. Every single one. Every every thousand and million. Yeah. If you want to see me as a vicious beast, so I will be. If you want to see me as a smiling child, so I will be. Oh, hey. At WrestleMania 30, John, I accept. But just remember, you are the one with everything to lose. Your time is up, and I am forever. Time is on my side. Is that a Buffett then, reference? Was he getting back he at Cena? He probably was. And then Rowan, and then Rowan ends the promo getting real up in there in the sheet mask. Run. Yeah. Not, I wh what is there to say, man? Fucking uh it's so good. Also, time is on my side is song by either Irma Thomas or the Rolling Stones. So he's just singing other shit, Cena. Okay. Um, now I loved I love their uh your time is up because of course that's a good that's a good reference. Oh shit. Like, your time is up, my, the, time, my is time, now. time is now. Yeah, yeah, that's that same line. Oh shit. Well, that's God fucking Bray Wyatt is the best man. Bray dude. Wyatt before he lost his own plot was so fucking good. I, you know, I, I see. I haven't obviously seen the Fiend years, but like, I even even in the times where people say he's a lot, like, I like what he goes for. Even in the times, I don't have a problem say, with like, the Fiend years. I have a problem with the Uncle Howdy era. This is true, but also I feel part of that is just like wwe still not knowing what the fuck to do with him considering the fact that he has disappeared again and yeah probably this, has this not... is one of those weird cases where honestly they might give him too much control uh <laughs> but <laughs> and they're know, like ah oh, we don't know how to contend with this just want to just do whatever you want i don't care just throw and, and let's just throw the branded match at him because why not yeah but you know swamp cult focused bray wyatt absolutely phenomenal yeah, the top tier shit. Um, but then, well, hey, it's the big show. Yeah, uh, the fucking uh. So yeah, the 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 main event is here. Um, on commentary, uh, they're talking about some of the stuff that happened backstage tonight, and we get mention of Kane as Corporate Kane. I love how people just call him that. How he's just corporate Kane. He's corporate Kane. It's a distinct part of his persona. He is corporate Kane. Um, also, a uh, shout out to the yes equals dollar sign sign. Um, that person, that's a person who really knows how to make sound rhetorical arguments. I mean, what better way to convince the uh, to convince the authority than yes equals money? Yeah, duh. It you get obviously mo money. Um, also, I realized with this matchup. Considering uh, one of the last contemporary arcs we were on, uh, I, I like remembered like, oh wait, fucking back in two thousand five or whatever, Daniel Bryan and and the artist formerly known as Beanie Show had some like tensions. So sticking them together in his match is like, ah, oh, nice for a circle. Yeah, that was here. the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, 2012, not 2005. Uh, no, but like, yeah, nice fucking full circle moment here. You, you, yeah, I like that. 
Big Show and Kane have been announced for SmackDown. Yes. And uh, jo- Jerry Lawler, hip to the kids, talking about how Bootista is is really get is really getting big on Twitter. Is Bootista, <laughs> and, and which of course, which of course makes Robbie remark, "I'll show you a Bootista." Thank, <laughs> thank you, Robbie. Thanks, um, Robbie. Oh, oh, yeah, and but fucking my Robbie was popping off during this main event, man. Uh, uh, they're talking about how WrestleMania will be a four-hour extravaganza, and Robbie goes, "Only four hours." <laughs> that is what we <laughs> he all. He knows yes. what's up. Only um, four hours. Can't uh, wait to. Super cut that down to three. Absolutely. Uh, JBL still can't shut the fuck up about uh, Occupy Raw. Um, no, he is still... he, he is like Daniel Bryan should be sued. The USA Network should take legal action. And, oh. and Michael Cole's like, what are you talking about? They're, they're probably excited. That made for great TV. And JBL is like, no, Daniel Bryan is a small niche audience. Nobody liked that. JBL's like, I hate the Constitution. And also Daniel Bryan. Um, JBL is going to be reading off the quarter hours next week to prove that Daniel Bryan is engaging in the Twitter discourse. He is going to get into Twitter ratings discourse. He's he's over here trying to twist the numbers as much as he can to be like, Daniel Bryan's not a draw. Daniel Bryan's not a draw. Yeah. also, JBL, and, and JBL is like JBL is like this could only happen in Memphis. So you know, yes. other other places have higher quality people that wouldn't. The do caliber that. of individual in other places wouldn't wouldn't have done this. And Robbie just goes, "If it were Detroit, we just steal the ring." Um, <laughs> maybe they should. That's how you JB- occupy Raw is steal true. the ring. Yeah, and JBL in another rare dub uh, point says that, uh, to be fair, these are the types of people who voted for Jerry Lawler for mayor anyway, so it's not a surprise. Yeah. The be- I think my favorite part is after all this ranting and raving, JBL's like, there's a match happening in the ring. Call the match. Yeah. Uh, he, he points out that Daniel Bryan and Big Show remind him of another great team, Donkey and Shrek. Thank you. Very topical. The wrong kind of four-legged hoofed animal, you dipshit. Whatever. Also, yeah, wrong animal, dumbass. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going back and forth on whether, whether to call this team up the Yes Show or Big Yes. Uh, either way, I like uh, Big Yes. I, I, I think I also like Big Yes. Uh, like I don't know, it feels fitting. Um, uh, but. They're e- either whatever you want to call them. They're just wrecking shit here. This match is kind of effectively a squash on Batista and Orton, all things considered. But the, the, the baby faces get a lot in. I mean, the the heels take kind of beat down on Brian for a bit. Oh, little but, bit, I guess. But Big Show then comes in. You know, he's hitting the. He hits his big moves. He gets chop blocked by Batista for a second, but then he still kind of avoids the Batista bomb to tag into Brian Batista tags into Orton. Brian does his big, his big move sequence there. Yeah. Uh, he, yes he locks in, he locks in a supposed, Oh it, yeah. Is this when he like, is this during this, the sequence when he kind of goes into the yes lock? Yeah. Orton rolls up Brian. Brian kind of rolls through it and gets him in the yes lock or at least Except starts. This to. yes lock looks a little bit more like an STF than an actual yes lock. But did, did you also notice that? No, I mean it was it was too quick because Batista kind of immediately breaks it up. Yeah, anyway. so I, didn't I don't really know. Something about it seemed off it. to me because I'm like that. Yes, lock looks a lot more STFy and 
bad than usual. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm begging STS to actually look good, dude. I swear to God. Um, I swear it's possible. It's uh, No, I've seen it happen, but it's so blindingly rare. Vanishingly yeah. rare. Um, yeah, uh, uh, we get Big Show and Orton back in the ring together at one point, and Orton, in a move that's pretty fucking cool, hits a goddamn RKO to Big Show. RKO on the big man. insane. Batista, uh, yeah, this whole sequence, Var, uh, Viper setting up for the RKO on Brian. Batista runs in for the spear, but he ducks and Brian and Bat- Orton now gets spear instead. Function. What's that function? Brian hits the flying knee, the psycho knee, the B plus knees, it will eventually be called, on yeah. Batista. Oh, oh, shit. The B plus knee. Yeah, they're going to name funny. it that soon enough. But Daniel Bryan then goes for the knee in the corner to Orton. Orton avoids it. Orton hits the vintage Orton. That is the rope draped. DDT yes. that uh he all that they all that always makes Michael go vintage Orton. <laughs> Thank uh you. so I call uh, it the vintage Orton. Uh on Brian. He hit, so he hits the vintage Orton and he stops to he stops to taunt by pointing at the WrestleMania side. Point uh, to the side, boy, harder. Orton goes for the RKO. Brian backslides that into a pin. Okay, so okay. May I just ask, does a backslide pin, like, ever work? I don't know if I've ever seen a like, I think a I've seen it maybe once. Pin. Somebody yeah. did a backslide. Extremely rare. Uh, but sure. But Brian gets up, gets in the corner, hits the flying knee for the win. No, yes. With no authority in the building. There's no shenanigans tonight. As the baby faces just take the win, and Daniel Bryan leads yes chance as Raw goes off the air. Yeah, uh, scr- scratch my previous direction. Yes to the sign, boy. Harder. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Uh, fun enough episode of Raw. Yeah, pretty, pretty of- solid, all things considered. Yeah. There were some matches things were, I didn't give a no shit. No terrible about matches, but today, yeah, and all, all the promos were fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, and again, Ray, I even, Ray Undertaker, Heyman, the yes. uh, the the Occupy Raw, Occupy, the, the iconic holy moment from shit. this feud. Occupy Raw. That was that was a whole other caliber. I have never seen anything else like that in wrestling media. That was brilliant. Whoever came up with that was genius. Because like, what a what a perfect like. A, you know, they're going for the topical humor, sure, whatever. Uh, but like, what a perfect way to encapsulate the power of this feud in like just the sheer volume of like rabid fan support Daniel Bryan organically achieved, like showing him as like giving him a physicalized version of 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 like the image of him as the leader of a grand movement. That was insanely Absolutely. brilliant. And yeah, it was really lo- effective too. It could have come off as really goofy, but it worked. Yes, it did. Like, yeah, it was it was so cool. Like this whole feud's been kind of built on this idea of like Daniel Bryan is being held back, but the fans are the ones who were behind him and give him power. And then in this episode, he literally gets everything he wanted by utilizing the power of the fans, the power of the fans surrounding him and taking over the show. They, we have seen twice now, both for good and for ill, the crowd taking over the show (laughs) with chanting. And now they are taking over the show by literally just all hanging out in the ring. And now they lean in. They get what they want. Yeah, that's such a brilliant, like, yeah, I didn't even think of it that way, but this is them leaning into the, like, crowd's hijacking segments. They're like, all right. The crowd has hijacked the show. 
let's do Literally. it for real. Let's co-op this. It's kind of it's it's kind of really brilliant. Um, this is this is incredible. I'm so excited to 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 finish the last few episodes of this. Yeah. Um, this is uh, this is already shaping up to unironically be like easily one of the best like stories we've watched for this show probably one of the best stories in like wrestling history in general um and i i'm just i'm so fucking excited to see the inevitable but epic conclusion to this i can only imagine we got one raw to go and then it's wrestlemania triple x who but yes wrestlemania sex number wwe's favorite number yep so we are we are, the road to WrestleMania. I forgot how good the road to WrestleMania was in 2014. I think yes, like, like it's easy to remember how good the Mania is, and it is, in my opinion, like a top five WrestleMania of all time. Oh uh, shit! There, I think I had it third. I hate that I have lost. I I put it all on like a Word document. I can't find anymore. I wish I could tell you I could refine my rankings of every WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. or at least the first 30 um but i remember that like for me wrestlemania 30 was a top three and i think i would still put it up there fuck that yeah high. that's fantastic awesome. show and this is yeah. truly a fantastic build to wrestlemania and we we still got a little bit to go before we get to the, to the big show so we celebrate in new orleans fuck yeah i'm so i'm so yep. pumped dude hell yeah yeah, but for next time, though, we return to a different road to WrestleMania that we're on right now. <laughs> we're just on so many roads to Mania. Just, just we, oops, all WrestleManias. Yeah, as last time, and it feels so long ago, we were at the 1990 Royal Rumble, where Ultimate Warrior and Hogan had a little bit of a face-off. A little bit and of a face-off. it's time for challenges to be laid out, I think. As in the aftermath of the Royal Rumble, we see the see the challenge, the ultimate challenge. Oh shit! Oh my! Indeed. Fuck yeah! I'm yeah, excited. that is for next time. Until then, David, hit the plugs. Yes, sir, dear friends. Thank you all so much for joining us on yet another episode of the News and Knockouts podcast. We are so delighted to have you here. Uh, if you're a returning listener, viewer, what have you, you know the drill. Thank you so much for once again welcoming us back into your eardrums, your eyeballs. It is so delightful to have you here week after week after week. Um, uh, hey, new people. How's it going? Welcome. We here at the News and Knockouts podcast like to think we are friendly to both noobs and knockouts alike, hence the name. Uh, So whether you are brand new to the wild, wacky world of wrestling or you're a veteran of all the weird bullshit, either way, we hope you feel welcome here. We hope things feel accessible to you here. We hope you've had a great time here. If you have and you'd like to keep having a great time with us week after week after week, I'm going to make sure you know all the ways to do so. First of all, of course, you can find us on YouTube. We are the Noobs and Knockouts podcast on YouTube. Hit subscribe, ring that bell, make sure it turns a nice little solid color so you get notifications every single time we drop a brand new episode. Um, uh, check out all of our playlists because Austin has been kind enough to organize all of the storylines that we follow into their own separate playlist so you can follow something all the way down without having to skip around a whole hell of a lot. It's great. Uh, give us just all of that mm, sweet, sweet engagement. Helps out our, our channel a little bit. Uh, and hey, uh, YouTube, we got the video element. You can see our, our lovely, sexy faces, me very sexily uh, sipping out of my, my tea mug uh, this morning, you know, as you do. If you uh, say so. I, I I think, Austin, nobody sips out of a, a tea mug better than me, okay? Just, just one. Mm, mm. Okay, great. 
that's a 10 right there. Uh, so, but of course, if you do not want to watch me uh, sexually skip out, sip out of a tea mug, first of all, why? But, you know, so, second of all, we do have options. <laughs> Your face. Uh, second of all, we do have options for that. Uh, we have the audio-only podcast experience, of course. You can find us on three of the best places to find your audio podcast, namely Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. So give us a listen there on whatever your preferred platform is. Listen to our show, download our show. Uh, You know, if you're so kind, maybe drop us some nice little five-star ratings and some reviews that say these guys are pretty cool. More people should be listening to them. I don't know. Maybe I'm just spitballing, you know, putting out ideas into the universe there, manifesting a little bit. Um, Either way, we we appreciate your your patronage, whether via video or audio news and knockouts podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. But of course, on top of all of that shit, we exist outside this little box that we you know, find ourselves in week after week, uh, you know, this little, this little void, uh, uh, we, we have a social media presence a little bit, you know, ain't that nifty. You can find us on Twitter, of course, at noobs and Knox pod on Twitter. That's at noobs, the letter N Knox pod on Twitter. Come check us out there. We post memes. We engage in discourse. We put up a brand, uh, notice every single time we put out a brand new episode. So you guys always know what the hell is going on. And of course the highlight of our Twitter is weekly wrestling live tweeting. Things are getting fucking crazy folks we in some ways have three shows to talk about now um we are uh at the end of the day aew boys in this house and so the uh if if we're going to be live tweeting anything when we have the time to uh there we have three fucking options for you now ain't that wild every wednesday night at 8 p.m eastern on tbs we are watching aew dynamite and tweeting about all that good shit uh uh, Fridays at 10 p.m. when we Eastern, when we have the time for it. On TNT, we are watching AEW Rampage because it is the show that y'all been waiting on. And now, brand new. Now, the, the real first, show that we've been waiting the on. The real show that we've been waiting on. The show that Eric Bischoff is very salty about for slightly aping the, the, the Nitro aesthetic. Uh, is uh, on Saturday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern on TNT. We are watching the all all new AEW Collision uh, or Collision for you, you know, English folks in the crowd. Um, um, and and tweeting about all that shit. Uh, I, I uh, Austin and I, Austin's kind of back to his normal schedule. I'm gonna be back to my normal schedule pretty soon. We're kind of splitting duties and you know tweeting when we can, and we love to do all that shit. On top of all of that, though, uh, Austin is a he's a he's a dedicated little boy to the to the world of rap. You know, some might say he's an utter knockout at this. Um, you know, so, hey. some not 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 me. I don't think, but you know, some would. Um, only uh, some people would say. Only only some people, not many, just some. Um, he, uh, Austin likes to follow all of the major company pay per views and tell you guys all the fuck about them. Uh, sometimes even tweet about them. So, my friend, who what is on the docket coming up? Sure. So let's start with. The E, uh, the as e. as the e. WWE on July first has money in the bank now. M I T P. Now you can watch um, WWE on a, on a weekly basis on Raw on at eight PM Eastern on Mondays on USA Network and SmackDown nine PM East eight PM Eastern mm-hmm. excuse me on Fox. Uh, however, uh, 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 yes, uh, you all the WWE's pay per view events are on Peacock. The Pliz. The the uh, premium live events, but I refuse to call them that. True, uh, because I think the pay per views sound cooler. Uh, 
Uh, look, anyway, look, money yeah, in the bank. I feel it fitting to look at WWE's uh, major events and go, Pleh. Pleh. Anyway, yeah. July 1st <laughs> in the O2 Arena in London, England. Oi Ooh. and bruv. Uh, <laughs> Matey, even. Matey, uh, oi, oi, in it. It's WWE coming in it. <laughs> I love. I... <laughs> right, Joshua. I love to watch the World Wrestling Entertainment, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, yeah, well, I've decided for going forward, we're only, I'm only going to talk about the matches like the week of the show. So we get the Thanks. most to make this quicker but yeah that's that's happening uh impact wrestling uh time for me to proselytize about my favorite wrestling going of the week on a week-to-week basis uh impact wrestling uh had a great time a couple weeks back at against all odds saw motor city machine guns get all the gold my hometown boys the mcmg Watch Chris Saban win the uh, the uh, the X Division title for the ninth time, but more importantly, Alex Shelley defeated uh, Steve Macklin to become the Impact World Championship. Crazy thing to be there live for. Uh, but upcoming for Impact Wrestling is an actual pay per view Slam Anniversary. It is the their twenty first anniversary. If if you can believe that, that's insane. I mean, the fact that I don't know what's more insane—the fact that it's their twenty first, or the fact that their twenty first means they started in two thousand two. Yeah. Wow. So if you want to watch Impact Wrestling on a week to week basis, you can watch it on Axis TV at eight p.m. Eastern on Thursdays, or if you, as I would expect, don't get that fucking channel. Um, <laughs> really. You, if you can, however, if you subscribe to Impact Plus, the Impact streaming service, you can get it next day. Or what I have started to take to do is you can get a YouTube premium membership with Impact Wrestling's YouTube channel. It's a dollar a month. And you oh. can watch Impact Wrestling live without commercials. They basically start the stream at 8.30 p.m. Eastern and then just go straight through with no That's ads. Sick. That's actually really sick. Yeah, and so after so upcoming on July 15th on actual pay-per-view, they don't have a lot of pay-per-views anymore, but they still have four a year, four-ish a year, is Slammiversary. So in a couple weeks, though, when that card is all filled out, we'll be happy to talk to you more about that. Fuck yeah. And then for AEW, coming up this Saturday. Fuck yes. Is AEW XNJPW Forbidden Forbidden. Door. Fucking door. Now, I guarantee this is not all the matches. No, but it's not. We have five matches already. These are the, these are the big boys. Definitely. Let's, uh, let's let's hear this. Bringing them up here mm-hmm. is we will have Orange Cassidy defending the AEW International Championship against the Windy Man Zach Saber Jr. Ooh. Now, if I've watched enough Zack Sabre Jr. Toriyano matches to know that if there's one thing Zack Sabre Jr. doesn't like dealing with is goofy bullshit. <laughs> True. He hates Oh, he got so mad after the Claudio match last year. Yep, he is he is a he is a salty, salty boy. He's a oh, serious wrestler over, TM. Regularly overdoses on copium, and he is not <laughs> gonna have a fun time with Orange Cassidy of that, I'm no, sure. No, he is not. 
Then uh, for the AEW world title, we have MJF, who is here uh, by force. He is contractually yes. obligated to be here. He will not be here otherwise. I uh, mean, taking on... the jury's still out on, on they're still, they still seem to be running and will MJF actually show up angle. So that'll be fun to play with. Taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace oh. of New Japan pro wrestling. Oh. Uh, I, I'm, he's going to kick his ass. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, Sonata, the current yes. champion, has put out an open challenge and it has been accepted by Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Ah! What? Oh my! Oh my goodness! Now, it, is, it has been a while since I have watched a New Japan uh, pro wrestling, so I have not seen Sonata's defection from LIJ to create just five guys. That is just the name funny. of his new group, Just Five Guys. <laughs> oh, man, my favorite restaurant. Yep, he just big five guys. Uh, and he, he, he just, just guys being dudes. And guys he is the champ, dudes. and he's taking on Jack Perry. Yes. Ah! And then in, in the dream match of the show here, Brian Danielson taking <gasps> on the Rainmaker, Kazuchiko Kata. <laughs> As Brian Danielson has made clear, there there will be no rain in the desert in this match. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's gonna be so insane. I love I love Forbidden Door. I love how it's like we got a month to set this up, and there's not really all that much story going in. Uh, oh fuck! We even have one more you still haven't mentioned yet. Shit, I forgot. That's true. And then what will probably be the main event? A lot of people think should be the main event here. For the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, Kenny, by God, Omega, Omega. versus Will Ospreay in a rematch from what many are saying is a match of the year, maybe even a match of the decade or the century (sighs) from 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 January 4th at Wrestle Kingdom. The Kenny, Omega, Ospreay 2. Oh, my God. Oh my god. Fuck yes. It's just every single one of these matches, Austin, is gonna bang. It's impossible for them not to bang. This is so insane, and I love it so much. Mm-hmm. That is uh Jigan June 25th, this Saturday, live on pay-per-view. Fuck yes. Be sure to check all that shit out, folks. We love to tell you guys about it, especially for the noobs in the audience. If you're really brand new to wrestling, pay-per-views slash plus are a great way are a great little jumping on point for a wrestling fan you know you're guaranteed to get you're pretty much guaranteed to get some banger ass matches storylines are wrapping up new ones are beginning it's a great jumping on point so we just like to to keep you guys informed of all your options so you know if you're if you're trying to you know dip your toe in the water a little bit nice little way of doing so uh um so be sure to check all of that out on the Twitter. If you like hearing us ramble about wrestling for several hours a week for some reason, you'll like it over on, on the Twitter. You know, the voices carry over. We just like we like to have fun there. Uh, so, yes, at Noobs and Noxpod on Twitter. Of course, if you want to get more direct long-form contact with us, you know, with that you know whole pesky uh, character limit thing, um, you can email us without a character limit at noobsandknockoutspod at gmail.com. That's noobs, the word, and this time, knockoutspod at gmail.com. 
gmail.com. Tell us what you think about the show. Tell us things you want to see us cover on the show. Talk to us. Start discords with us. Say our our takes are based in red pill. They're, they're really fucking stupid stupid either way we just love talking to people say hi to us we love people saying hi we would love to say hi back noobs and knockoutspod at gmail.com and of course finally we are also the noobs and knockouts podcast on patreon we have a little little patreon you can support us on um uh you can find the link for it in our twitter one dollar a month just a single little bone arena every month gets you early access to episodes and a shout out at the end of each episode shout out as always to friend of the show a sugar daddy kyle smith for uh for for hitting us up and being our our our, our goodest boy uh enjoy your perks buddy as always if you want to enjoy those perks along with our boy you can subscribe noobs and knockouts podcast on the patreon the link for that again is in our twitter see you all next time hasta luego